0: You boys are out of your mind. Mm, yeah, dig it. A little bit of the bubbly.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Big Boys and Body Slams, three goofballs that talk about wrestling. We're here to boost your ass and have a blast, so enjoy.
2: What is up? Holga, freaking maniacs. Mm-hmm. And welcome back to another episode of Big Boys and Body Slams. Hey, yo. And we're doing something different. My name is Zach. And I'm Kyle. And I'm Luke. And we have a fun one for you today <laughs> with a little bit of a, you know, we have a little bit of a lull in between AEW pay per views, in between WWE pay per views. We just did Bound for Glory last week. So we thought this would be a really good time. Well, Kyle thought it would be a really good time. He always whines but I don't give him the credit. So Kyle thought specifically that it would be a good idea to do a Get to Know the Big Boys episode, and uh, we thought that would be fantastic.
3: And we're we liked going to bring back the reviews of old shows and stuff, but we thought this would be a fun little... Fun little, yeah. There's a lot of you guys that talked to us on, on social media,
2: and we thought maybe we should give you an inside peek at the Big Boys. So what we did was we reached out to you, the uh, the audience at large, and had you send us in questions, and the response was excellent. And we got 16 questions. We got a lot of or questions. like that, but... Uh, so that's going to be the show today. Uh, we're going to go through questions. We're going to talk about some fun wrestling memories, maybe fantasy book a little bit. Who knows? We haven't really... We, we've screened the questions, but we haven't really like thought out our answers. Yeah, so- definitely. A lot I mean, of these are going
1: to be new. I definitely did not screen these questions. So. I think Kyle's the only one who's heard them all. I've only oh, heard a handful God. of them. So. And
2: I don't remember most of them. This is how much trust we're putting in you guys. I mean, it's not like we're live. I can edit it out if we get a, there, st- there's, a not, there's No, we're no, not going no. We're to, always live. There's nothing out of control. So there's that. So we're, that. we're, we're, we're going. Uh, before we get started, I have a few questions for you, big boys. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was just kind of thinking, um, you know, we never really have told the audience about us, ourselves, what we do. So, you know, what... I thought we'd get it off on a good, uh, uh, on, a, on a fun foot here. What's your guys' like, favorite You're going to put some
1: cute music behind this? I should. This Maybe I
2: will. Okay. Uh, what's your guys' like, favorite activity or hobby, like not wrestling related? What do you guys like to do? Hmm. I got two. Let's hear them. So I like thrift shopping, finding sports memorabilia,
3: bobbleheads, all that stuff. Poppin' tags. And I love playing slow pitch 2018 <laughs>
1: Lewis County Champs. Yeah. Champions, baby. We did. We did one. Luke, Didn't. what do you like to do? Um,. So a lot of people don't know this, but I broadcast sports on the side. It's kind of my dream. With that silky yeah. voice, you better, yeah. you yes better sir. take advantage thanks, of thanks, it. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. So I, I broadcast on the side, um, and that is that is my huge passion. That's something I'm hoping to make it big with. Um, and besides that, uh, I love watching, playing sports, and playing video games with my homies. I know that that was three different things, but suck it. Look at that. So we're what just, about you. Oh, me? Yeah. Oh man.
2: Um, what do you do? What do I do? Uh, well, I love videography. I love making. I love just creating things. Uh, so you know, fitting that we're doing this, uh, spending time with my kids, my family. They're pretty cool. Uh, big, big, big video gamer playing the Outer Worlds right now. Nice. I, rec- I recommend it to anybody listening. Yeah, do we it. do we have? Vid- it's amazing. Do
1: we have video game uh, playing fans?
2: I'm sure we do. Oh yeah, definitely.
1: I mean, that's a conversation I'd love to have. Any gamer fans out there? Yeah. Reach
2: out. Play the Outer Worlds. It, it's really good.
1: So I've heard. I heard from a source that that game is like a mix between Fallout 76 and like maybe a Mass Effect.
2: I'd say it's more like New Vegas than 76. That's what I meant. So yeah. That's
1: what I meant was New Vegas. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's like Fallout 76 in space, pretty much. Sweet. It's awesome. It's great. I recommend it. I'd have to get that. So yeah, that's a little bit about us. I just thought we get get off on the that right. That was the floor. one question. That was the one question. Okay, well, how about another one? What do you guys do? <laughs> What do you do? What's your day jobs? Oh, boy. Uh, I sell pipe.
3: PVC pipe. He lays Attaboy. the pipe, baby. I
1: work, I work in an office. Sell pipe. That's right. It's cool. He gets yelled at by people who are impatient. <laughs> yep. It's fine. Nice. Um, I am a sales and marketing rep at a local title and escrow company. Gosh, we are lame. Good God. <laughs> um, You should see this guy in a suit, by the way. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oof, what a handsome fellow. Dashing dashing yeah i just bought just bought a suit hey if you need if you need cheap dress clothes if you have a kohl's around your area go to kohl's that's just all we're i'm plugging kohl's there. yeah, yeah. Weird. we're brought yeah. to you by kohl's please give us please give us a sponsorship the, kohl's. The podcast, kohl's. I, got a, I got a nine dollar <laughs> suit jacket from them and i looked real snazzy but yeah i uh sales and marketing so i basically get to drive around and talk to all sorts of real real estate agents and lenders and uh i really just have a good time all day
2: that's awesome what, 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 what about you Yeah. Mostly videography. I just got done doing a social media analysis job, so kind of just searching for the next thing. I'm always searching for the next thing, but got a wedding this weekend in November. That's going to be a fun one. That should be fun. You did a great job with my wedding. Thanks. Wedding. Yes, you did. Wedding. I was there. Just getting ready for that. And yeah,
3: just... Well, one more question. Music and movies. What's your favorite on both categories?
2: My favorite... Okay, so my favorite musician right now, or a band, probably The Wonder Years. Yep, they're uh, I've been into them for years, but between them and Death Cab for Cutie, are like my two favorites.
1: Good call, right now.
2: Um, movies: Eternal Sunshine for the Spotless Mind. Oh God, yes! <clears throat> that movie changed my life. That's the movie that made me want to make movies. So ever since I saw that, what about you guys?
1: What a masterpiece! It really is. Luke, you want, uh, me first. Okay. Sure. Um, my favorite band of all time is Metallica. Um, I've just grew up on metal and rock, and they are just my Jimmy Jam. As far as movies go, oh, God. um, Always been, always been a big Shawshank Redemption guy. Oh, Godfather. Go Godfather. Godfather was oh, yeah. always a huge... I'm, I'm a, a quarter Italian, as you can obviously very very easily hear in my voice. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I love the Godfather series and uh, just... When you say the Godfather series, are you talking one, two, and uh, three?
4: One and two. Oh, okay. One and two, really. That's fair. Yeah.
2: What about you, Kyle? Uh, Newfound Glory is my favorite band.
3: Yeah. Um, I really started liking them when I was a senior in high school, and that's when I really felt like I kind of became myself, and like became confident in myself. And that was one of the bands I listened to like so nonstop.
1: You had you had a newfound glory. Yeah. Well. Really.
3: And then my favorite movies are the Jay and Silent Bob series. Uh, You've been rewatching them, yeah. I'm the currently rewatching them. I watched the new one, which is fantastic, by the way. And I think I uh, man, if I had to pick my favorite, it's either it's probably Mallrats. Mallrats is probably my favorite movie. I also really like the movie This Is the End with uh seth rogan and those guys it's like the so, end of the world when they're at a house party yeah. and so so but jay and son bob are my favorites nice they're great
2: nice that's fun awesome well i had, now that you now that we got the we dipped our toe in the water of asking each other questions it was, it was cold and yeah. then
3: we'll uh we'll we'll listen to your wrestler your voicemails and maybe we'll talk about some wrestling at the end too yeah go route some uh, things that don't oh, get covered.
2: we got to mention it only took three weeks but uh AEW beat SmackDown this week. So Good that's, God. That's newsworthy. And granted, I know SmackDown was on FS1, but still, you expect more than 700K to
1: be tuning in. So are they Are Smackdown. they switching back and forth between Fox and Fox Sports? It was because of the just World because Series. of the World Series. So they were up against the World Series, but, but mm, so AEW and NXT
2: were as well. Uh, so head-to-head had right. numbers,
1: SmackDown... Well, had, and FS1's kind of hard to find.
2: Yeah, so I mean, I think I still expected a million and a half at least. Like, yeah. I was shocked at the number that well, we we'll got. See,
3: we'll see what happens when the World Series is over, because... The World Series is the most popular sporting event going on right now. Yeah, by by far. So we get everyone who gets to watch the Nationals just poop it away. Well, but hopefully they win it. But then once the World Series is over and we just have like regular season hockey, basketball, and football, that's not going to be drawing as many people as the World Series until the
1: playoffs start. Right. God, I love basketball.
2: Me too. Yep. I don't think as much as you though. No, nobody. This does. Guy's that's, a, that's my shit. Ball is life for Luke over Ball here. is life. He's a Clippers fan.
1: Yeah, you know, well, Sonic's Sonics fan first But uh, until they come back Definitely Clippers fan And before you all shit on me He liked since, them once they got since Blake Griffin 2009. 2009 Once yes. they got Blake Griffin Yes So once they That's got good fair. I mean they didn't They, they were, were pretty not, bad They were not immediately good When they got Blake Griffin
2: Oh I'm a Blazers fan <laughs> Me too I kind of always have been I like the Sonics but Yeah I always and It was liked definitely heartbreaking when they left But I was always mm-hmm. like In the back of my mind it was, well, At least I have the Blazers
3: At least we got the Mariners They're really good
2: Ha! Someday.
3: Damn. It. I think that's the only sport Damn that we it. all three agree on. Is right? the Mariners? Yeah, because yeah.
2: you neither. Neither of you guys are Seahawks. Fans. I'm a Packers fan.
1: I'm a Colts fan. Yeah. I'm a Seahawks fan.
2: And then in
3: basketball, Luke likes the Clippers, and we like the Blazers. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So at least we all have the Mariners. In and then common. in music, you two love pop punk, and I'm and then mm-hmm. you're wrong. Okay. Wow! Wow! That was a. Yeah. yeah. See, I am actually surprised when I said Metallica that you guys, or at least Kyle, didn't just uh, try to. I like Metallica. Dog for to pile on me.
3: I don't like Metallica. They sue their fans, but that's a subject for another day. I believe they, sued Napster, not, <laughs> not their they fans. sued Napster. Yeah. Yeah. And their fans <clears throat> who um, lost money due to it. Well,
2: shall we get to the questions? Yes, it's all on you guys for the rest of this episode. Again, you can always leave a voicemail any week, anytime, and we'll talk. So, we, we'll talk a little bit afterwards about yeah, next week yeah, and other but yeah. stuff. You guys,
1: you guys showed out on the voicemails. You did today. You did.
2: So well, we're first sorry left, if I bothered you guys. So we're going to go in order of the first one we received to the most recent from our boy um, Keegan. Keegan has the first one. We'll hear from him a little bit more later as well. So Keegan, you're first up. Dimitrovich, let's, let's get Dimitri to know Mitch. the big boys. Hey
5: guys, it's uh, Keegan Dimitrovich from Sports Entertainment Spectator yes. Podcast. Um, I wanted to ask you guys a quick question about Kevin Owens. Uh, it seemed like in in July that Kevin Owens was destined for huge things uh, after his uh, mini pipe bomb, if you want to call it that, on uh, SmackDown into a feud with Shane McMahon. But the thing is, uh, is in in my opinion, I think the Shane McMahon feud was really long and... uh I think it kind of lost a lot of steam after SummerSlam and I think that the feud should have ended at SummerSlam with that ladder match and Kevin Owens should have uh, moved on to Brock Lesnar in the WWE Championship and Kevin Owens would be the guy to take the WWE title off of Brock Lesnar, recreating a brand new babyface. Um, I want to see what you guys think about that and uh, and let me know what you think of the Kevin Owens uh, babyface turn in the feud with Shane McMahon and how you guys think it should have went or if you guys just liked it the way it was then that's okay too. Um thank you for uh thank you for having me on this.
1: God, he's the man.
5: Thank you for leading us off Keegan. Keegan's and, the man. And uh yeah, I mean,
2: this is the same story that's been with Kevin Owens since he came up from NXT. Is he's he has been maybe the largest victim of start and stop hot and cold booking definitely of anybody else on the main roster because you look at it from when he very first came up and he beat john cena and then he kind of fizzled and then he had the intercontinental championship for a couple times then he kind of fizzled out and then he won the universal title and then he lost in two seconds to goldberg and then he yeah he was really then he, victim then the there. the vince mcmahon thing then the vince mcmahon thing went nowhere then braun Strowman went nowhere oh and that was brutal he had a shane mcmahon feud in between the braun Strowman feud
1: went, so went, i mean it's been but but the Jericho shit was amazing. Yes, yeah. It was.
3: Oh, yeah, that was great. But they should not have been the second match on the card. They should have been a main yep, event.
2: Yep. So it just feels like whenever they strap the rocket to his back, they pull it off, like <laughs> as he's leaving the atmosphere, like as he's going to space. They're like, well, well, maybe let's back up, turn off the thrusters. And I don't know why that is because. He is an excellent performer. He can work a crowd. He can work in the ring. He know he, one of the
1: best promos in the world.
2: He has it all. I mean, the physique is like one of the only things you could. Re- I, I don't want to say knock him for because I personally don't have an issue with his physique. Yeah, at but all. there
1: are a lot. That but do. the
2: WWE brass, I could see maybe having an issue with that. That's the only thing that you can really knock him for. I don't. But have, he pulls it off. That's my yeah, problem with it. I mean, I would love to see him, and I think the him him and Brock storyline would be great. But you can't really go to it now. What's next for Kevin Owens now? After the Shane feud ended, he's been doing really nothing. My biggest problem with Kevin Owens is that they have him
3: in two different Shane McMahon feuds. Yep. Yeah. And it's one as like, a face, one is a heel. And it's just like, this is just going on too long. The guy should be a world champion. I think the Braun Strowman feud is really what killed a lot of his momentum, at least for well, me. Well, the Vince McMahon thing was amazing.
2: Oh, I loved yeah. that. When he had McMahon and Yeah, and him. Then, then Frog splashed him. I thought he was going to be a top heel... From that day on. I mean, you had Deadspin making articles about it. ESPN was talking about it. And then the Whoa. Braun
1: Strowman stuff with throwing him in porta potties, just throwing him off stuff, breaking cars. It was just ridiculous. And that was showing, though, that with headbutting Vince, I mean, that's the first time anyone's got to be physical with Vince yeah. in a long time. It was a message so to you're, everybody. You're right. I mean, they put so much faith in him and then they just. At the last they, second, they changed their they, minds. Yeah, they just yoink that dollar away.
2: And you know, the thing that sucks now is he's as over as he's ever been, as a babyface, too, no less. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're going to capitalize on it, like that. The WWE just in general rings their hands with everything too much. And I think he's a perfect example of it because yes. he could be the guy right now. You've heard the ovations he was getting during that Shane McMahon feud. Even though it was going on too long, they had him he was maybe the most over babyface on SmackDown.
1: Bro, they gave him the stunner.
2: Yeah. You know who he kinda reminds me of in a way?
1: Who?
3: Dean Ambrose. They would push Dean Ambrose to the moon. That's then a good comparison. They'd they put him in a really terrible feud. And it, it got to the point where Moxley Ambrose was burnt out and he just didn't care anymore do you and worry I, about
2: that with Owens yeah definitely. absolutely yeah and I hope, I hope
3: I'm hope i totally wrong and I hope Owens keeps doing his thing
1: because he's fantastic because here's the thing especially heel Owens if he leaves goes anywhere else he's going to be one of the biggest stars he's going to be a world.
3: superstar he's going to be a world champion
1: yeah I mean, cause easily because it's, it's one of those things where it's pretty hard to screw him up you just got to you know limit you got to limit his TV time you got to not give him the time of day Right, and yeah. I mean that's what WWE is doing to screw it up. Yeah, anytime they give him a chance to do anything,
2: anything, he excels at it. We're Whether talking... it's a backstage segment, a match, an in-ring promo, like he's hilarious. He can nail anything you ask him to do. So it's not an issue of he's taking the material and not doing anything with it. Like he's put in bad angles that we're never gonna get over anyways, and then they just forget about him for a while. And yep. I'm
1: just saying, uh, he's not obviously not stature wise huge, but we have talked about how AEW needs big dudes and they need bad guys and he would just take the whole damn he would take that company over by man. storm. Yeah, oh, he would. he
3: would take over any I do one more thing I want to add to about the body thing. I think guys like Willie Mack are proving that they have fans and they don't need to be the most in shape guy in the world. Keith Lee, Keith Lee, Willie Mack. These guys are fantastic. Oh, AC. Uh, oh, AC Romero. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
2: The boy, a, he's a unit, man. Yeah. He's a unit. So, so thank what, you um, Keegan. For Keegan you're the man. Hey, again. By the
1: way, shout out Doomsday Destroyer. I love that persona. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw that on Facebook. I saw it. He
3: sent me a message of it. It's awesome. But, That's yeah, awesome. Hey, it's keep chasing your dreams, don't give up. Never. Yeah, never, ever, you're, you're,
2: ever. You're gonna do it. Just keep keep it. on keep on keeping on. You're gonna make the E. And thank you for the message. Up next is Dakota, the real DZ.
6: Hey, big boys, boys and body oh, oh, slams. This is once again mm-hmm. Say it with me, the real
1: DZ of Professional, professional wrestling.
6: wrestling. Dakota Zankner. Back Mm -hmm. again to get to know you a little better. My question for each one of you fellas this week is a doozy. Who, in the history of professional wrestling, in your opinions, is the best performer never to be WWE heavyweight champion? There's many names on the list. Mine is personally Owen Hart or Roddy Piper. What are your thoughts, big boys?
3: Okay, so Thank I know he said WWE champion, but let's expand this. No WCW, no ECW, no Impact, and obviously no AEW. So, so
2: the best performer to never hold a world
3: title. Yeah, no NWA, no AW. Sure. Roddy Piper, I think.
1: Roddy Piper. I'm saying Jake the Snake.
2: Roberts. Jake Roberts was my other choice.
3: I, I think. I think Owen Hart's a good one too. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's but nothing wrong. With... I think Roddy Piper might have been the one of the best overall performers of all time. Oh, easily. He was. The, he was such a good heel, and he was. He was a
2: solid face as well. It really makes you wonder, because with Jake the Snake, like he had a lot of backstage issues and a lot of personal problems. It's I mean, correct. Even going back to when he first got started in the WWF. So it. it is a little more understandable why he was never given that like big time championship push. I don't understand why Piper wasn't. And but, I know that they said he doesn't; he didn't need the belt. He, didn't, he didn't, didn't, didn't need it. But
3: when Piper was the top guy in the E, who was there to hold it? Hulk Hogan. Hogan,
1: right? Ultimate Warrior, well, you're right? Robert, Macho Robert's Man Roberts, too.
3: Yeah, those those three guys were the the main three guys. Yeah, that's and, true. I mean, I think
1: I'd have to double check, but didn't the belt only go between those three? Maybe Andre once. Well, if you include, how about this? If you include WCW as well, it's even more impressive. <clears throat> more impressive, but Scott Hall, Scott Hall's a big yeah, good. yeah, never, they never definitely missed the boat with Scott Hall. He
2: felt like he was becoming that like champion but contender in the WWF before he left again. You personal J, demons, personal demons, yeah, because he, I mean, almost instantly in WCW, he his behind the scenes problems started coming to light on TV, and also back
3: then it was a, a like it was a lot harder to win a belt, the belt. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um you know, I can't think if you want to think just WWE, which was Dakota's original question, I think Dusty Rhodes has to be in there. Oh, see, I didn't even think about that. Right. But but Dusty was a former NWA champion, so that's why I was not including him, but if you're talking just WWE,
2: yeah, Dusty Rhodes, that's a huge one. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, I think it's that's... crazy
2: to think how many like high-caliber guys have never held the top top gold. Yeah. Do you think and I know actually. that like like, spoiler alert, wrestling's predetermined. It's a TV show. Do you think that it eats or ate at any of the guys who never got to get to the top and hold the top belt? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think there's some guys in there that are super, super kind of butthurt about it still. I think I would be if I was a Roddy Piper or a Jake the Snake, even. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, again, like, what do you like, think? like Hacksaw Jim Duggan said, like, not everybody's made to be a star. You know, sometimes you have to just know your role. I don't know. What do you think? Luke? I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. I was looking up at all the stars. What were you saying?
2: Uh, do you think it eats at any of these guys who never won the top gold, like in WWF, WCW? Like, do you think years down the road, it's still like not, doesn't haunt them, but it's
1: still something in the back of their mind, like that bugs them? Well, I mean, how can it not be, right? I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. A lot of, I mean, a lot of wrestlers say, if you're not in it to be the top dog, then what are you in it for? And it's such an ego-driven um, industry where it's like an actor you want to be the best. You want to be the absolute best that no one ever was. Um yeah, sorry, I couldn't resist there. But British bulldog is another know. one. British bulldog is yeah. another one. Um I just Yeah, I think it obviously I think it eats him up for sure. Mr. Perfect? No, that's a great one. I didn't forget another good one. But Dakota, yeah. your answer of Owen
3: Hart was very good yeah. as well. Yeah, I mean Owen Hart's up there. I think he would have eventually gotten With there. With time, yeah. Oh, yeah. hey, Vader, Bam Bam Bigelow, they never won the WWE championship. That's true. Right, yep. Vader has. The Psycho WCW Sid did though. But, so there's figure oh that one. Figure that yeah, Bam one Bam out. Bam Bam had ECW. Well, so.
2: Psycho
1: Sid, I mean, he sabotaged himself in like every way possible, right? Yeah. I mean yeah. they wanted to push him so bad. Softball,
2: but, softball. Kyle <laughs> yeah. knows. Yep, softball. We Where's, could the podcast with Kyle could play softball. Priorities. Yeah, who's next? Uh up next we got Nolan, and thank you again, Dakota. Uh Nolan hasn't was too has been too scared to call in after <laughs> I talked about Randy Orton. So we'll see if, if he he's retaliating
1: or if he's just moving on here. God, I hope he rips your ass. What is up, my friends at Big Boys and Body Slams, a.k.a. RKO Haters? <laughs> this is your buddy Nolan here calling. Uh, I wanted to mention this. Um, I do believe that AEW right now is putting on such good shows and such good matches and such good promos with everything they are doing. Do you guys think that they will be able to keep it up for, for a long period of time, the longevity of all of this? I think they're absolutely killing it and I wanted to get your guys' opinion if they if you guys believe they will be able to keep going and keep rising to the top.
2: Man, that that's a tough question. That's a good question. So that's been my big concern. I mean, we've talked about this going back to Double or Nothing episode, even before that. Even when, you know, they first announced But it seems AW. like each week they get better. Yeah. Uh, I think the one slightly concerning thing is they're losing viewers at a more rapid clip than NXT is, but they're also killing their demographic much more than NXT is. So, you know, ratings wise, they're, I guess they're steady because they are destroying the demographic. I just wonder, you know. I want to see once this world Series is over once they're not going up against any playoff sports like what well, can they really do
3: and opening week
2: basketball too I yeah, think, yeah I think opening week and playoffs are usually the busiest times of the year but I mean have, f- for st- eyes strictly from an in-ring and like television product I don't see any reason why they couldn't keep this going I mean the first few weeks have exceeded not, my expectations yeah. at all I mean granted there's nitpicks but there is there's nothing I can really like
3: hate on yeah when i watch raw and i think the same with nxt i think both are putting out fantastic products who again you can like both and not criticize either because they are both
2: putting on excellent i gotta tell you guys man i'm gonna watch dynamite on wednesday but they announced that poppy's gonna be on nxt on on uh wednesday tomorrow kind of want to see what that's gonna look like so i'm a little interested in that what do you think about finn's heel turn
3: i love it i think it's i i I like about time but i also don't think it's gonna last you don't? No, I think he's going to end up turning on Adam Cole and setting up an Adam Cole Finn Balor feud. Where's Blackheart might. at?
1: What's Ciampa doing? Is he still hurt? He got beat up by the undisputed.
3: He era got last beat up week. by undisputed well, Eric. That's Finn. Finn, Balor well, Finn
2: Balor turned on. Well, Finn Balor turned on him, and then he turned on. He beat up Gargano after that. Well,
1: it's just a shame that he, you know, Finn turns it heel now that he's in NXT, when we could have just had an all-out Bullet Club. But you know. But still, the question remains, can they keep doing this? And I think yeah, so. Yeah, I, I don't see
2: any reason absolutely. they
3: can't. They have a very talented roster that can use the microphone and can wrestle. And
1: every single, and I'm, I'm not exaggerating this, every single WWE misstep at this point just beckons people over there more yeah, and yeah. more. And more, and that promo between Cody and Jericho was with, so good with
3: DDP and MJF and Dustin that was yeah. so good See, because
2: that's been the missing piece on AEW TV. If you can criticize anything, it's that there's been no character development outside of matches. But every week they've been kind of creeping more and more of that uh, they don't promo do a lot. stuff in, and it's it's they're they're hitting that ratio. And when I watch Raw or SmackDown, like I actively find things to hate about those shows, and I haven't found like Kyle alluded to. I haven't found anything to <clears throat> actively hate like there's been nothing near like divorce court levels oh on yeah. AEW tv I, and if wwe is secure and they get they're gonna keep going forever like if AEW is programming is so much more consistent why couldn't they you know right and i think i think the one nitpick is the women oh
3: yeah and I, that can definitely get better but it's not horrible it's not great but it's not horrible
2: again they're a new company they have a lot of characters still to introduce and yeah. so it's gonna take a year before we really know what we're looking at with AEW. I think that's the that's kind of like the time frame i Outside
3: of the at. main guys, we're not seeing an overexposure of people.
2: No, they're kind of trickling people in. They're letting people, like, we had Darby Allen have the title match, and then he was off TV the next week. They're cycling talent And then through. Joey Janelle and Kenny Omega yep. put on a barn yeah. burner last week. So, I mean, yeah, I think let's just keep doing what they're doing. I think a year from now we'll have a much better idea what, how how they can keep this going and i'm really loving it so far me too oh yeah it's been wednesday's my new favorite night of the week it's been hey fan. hey me too so me, me and you, zach can nolan. watch every dynamite together we have so thank you nolan I have um best. sorry yeah. about randy hey are we keeping
3: the streak oh yeah you know what cal ripken said before the night or when he didn't want to lose a streak right what
2: did he say i don't want to lose my streak i don't want to lose my streak yeah, so let's do it <laughs> up next we got from matthew villa who says please don't roast him Oh, we'll see about that, buddy. Mm
7: -hmm. Big boys and body slams. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. You're welcome. I just wanted to get each of your opinions on the current state of of professional wrestling today. What do you think about it? What are the ups and are the downs? Um, What uh, What do you like about it? And uh, what do you think could change to to make it more appealing?
2: Thank you, Matthew. That's a very good question. I got some thoughts. Yeah, let's go first. What I really love is
3: the exposure that we're getting of different talents. Now that AEW is on TV, now that NXT is on TV, and now that Impact's back on Axis, you're seeing guys that people don't know. Like I know there's a lot of wrestling fans out there who, behind Raw and SmackDown, didn't realize there was all this other stuff. Right? Oh, yeah. So you're seeing guys like, you're seeing guys like, as I said before, because I'm a huge fan of him, Willie Mack. You're seeing guys like Ethan Page. You're seeing guys like Adam Cole. You're seeing guys hey, like hey. Kenny Omega. You're seeing guys like Joey Janela, The Private Party. They're just all these guys that are now getting introduced to a h- bigger audience, and
1: I think it's giving people,
3: kind of going to suck them back in eventually.
1: Sure. I like it. I like that answer. Um, I think for the way he positioned it, it seemed like you can basically say anything about wrestling as far as any gripes or concerns my only like old school gripe i guess with wrestling right now is finishers and how they are just used so trans. honestly power moves in general how they're used so transitionally super kicks look better than they ever have before however they're used 20 times a match you know ddt is the same thing using like just thinking logistically about the physics of some moves and how people just pop right back up after them Kind of kills me. I love that you know wrestlers are way more athletic than they've ever been before, and it's you know not even close. Um, But there is some of that quote-unquote realism. Obviously, we all know it's a work. Obviously, yeah. But some of that quote-unquote realism that uh, needs to go back into the psychology of matches, and I think people like uh, Cody and and others are very good at that, very good at selling certain injuries. But people, some people need to go back and kind of. Get that selling stuff down. I mean, Ricochet, someone who's very, very, I mean, amazing, an amazing athlete. There's sometimes where he just forgets to sell or, you know, is, is um, uneven, like he'll start selling a different arm or something. It's just, it's a craft that needs to be mastered and it needs to be given a little bit more attention to. But I mean, I just love that everything is on a level playing field now. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of what you're saying with exposure. There's, you could, you have access to so many different wrestling promotions now and there's something for everybody you're an old school fan go watch nwa power i mean if you are um you know a new school fan go watch nxt if you love like all the flippy stuff and all of that um if you want a good mix of storytelling and really giving the fans what they want aew is a good spot if you want divorce court watch raw yeah if you (laughs) want garbage watch watch raw right now yeah long-term storytelling is the last thing i'll end on it's something that is a lost art. I mean AEW seems like they're laying the seeds pretty well, but they've only NX- been around. I
3: think NXT's got long term. Yes. I think absolutely I think both AEW in it and NXT and Impact have it down to a science. I think it's the main roster that's struggling. Yeah. WWE
1: yeah. itself is really because really struggling with one of
3: the best feuds in the past two three years was gargano champa yeah and that went on for by far yeah yeah zach what's your answer to the question
2: i think that overall wrestling right now if you looked at the, the place that wrestling was in four years ago five years ago versus where it is today i mean it's night and day right yeah like like you guys have been saying this whole this for this whole answer is just the exposure that you can get now and how many there's so many good wrestlers out there now Compared to what but there's ever been, ever. Yeah. Like, these, every every company has a deep roster. Every big time, like, from WWE to NWA. Like, they all have a very talented, deep mm-hmm. roster. Uh, and it's just so fun to see. Uh, I, the thing I like about it also is just the innovation you're seeing right now. And a lot of, especially a lot of the smaller promotions, WWE's kind of doing their own thing. Um, I just love how innovative you're seeing spots become matches become. I mean, think about that impact ladder match we saw Yep. and just how there are still innovative spots that I'd never seen in that. Or match. the private party match. Yeah. And just how creative people are being right now. Um, I think on a down note, like I think the corporate kind of haze that's over the WWE, it really bums me out and it's getting worse. Uh, they're definitely serving their sponsors and their corporate partners rather than, uh, trying to put on a, entertaining wrestling product first and I think that's more clear now than it's ever been. Um but even even WWE typically puts on good pay-per-views. So mm-hmm. at the end of yes. the day, like there's just so much good wrestling to watch. It feels like it feels like I did when I was a kid again, you know, with WCW and WWF. Like I, I I'm getting that feeling again for the first time since then. I think I think wrestling is starting to get out of the not cool phase. It's starting to get cool again uh, a
3: little bit. You go you go to the mall, right? You go to the mall and you you walk into Half the stores now have wrestling stuff. You know, Spencer's, Hot Topic, GameStop. They all have yeah, something wrestling. Have one. Yeah, FYE. J.C. JCPenney even has wrestling shirts. Wrestling is starting to kind of get back out in the open and kind of getting accepted again, which it should be.
2: Why do you guys think that changed? I know this is kind of going you know off why? track a little bit, but I've been interested in that.
3: Three things disappeared. Stone Cold Steve Austin was not wrestling full time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Goldberg was not wrestling full time. Uh huh. The NWO was gone. Those were the three hottest things in wrestling. The and three, they all
2: kind of ha- happened to dissolve around the same time, around too. time. And you could throw The Rock in there. Yeah, too, the, rock the, too. the Rock
3: kind of stayed around. Yeah. But those three, The NWO, Goldberg, and uh, Austin, were the pinnacle of things. You couldn't go anywhere with shirt sales went. Shirts, yeah. mm-hmm. toys,
1: anything was Goldberg, Austin, and The NWO. And once they were gone, they were gone. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Something I love that kind of branches off of that. (coughs) Excuse me. I don't know why it's happening so much today. Um, As far as demographics, I love that wrestling, like wrestlers themselves now, are absolute nerds. Like, and I know that's something random, but it used to be a very meat, not meathead necessarily, but a very jock business yeah, yeah and now you're seeing these guys like xavier woods who have video game youtube channels yeah. on the side all Which these is, dudes
3: that's huge for getting more people to watch exactly style. yeah
1: exactly the exposure well, from different demographics and a lot of wrestlers now i
2: mean not all of them there's obviously exceptions but a lot of these uh especially guys in the indies and in the smaller promotions and like the AEWs of the world are wrestling fans first and yes. foremost i was gonna say you're
3: also seeing a lot of crossover fans like george kittle uh, the tight yeah. end for the San Francisco 49ers. Yep. Jason Muse and Kevin Smith, Jason uh-huh. and Bob. You're starting to see a crossover between these other sports who are, are starting to dig it and not look down upon it. Yeah. Um, And you're also seeing like giveaway nights at baseball games with bobbleheads. You know, there's cool. been Savage and there's been Rollins and there's been Foley. So people are, they're just starting to, other cultures are starting well, to dig it. Well, here's the thing.
1: It. I mean, yes, chants are breaking out in stadiums. Yeah. They're you know, playing
3: Stone Cold's theme song right. during games. They Wools. played it during
2: the uh, the Packers-Chiefs game. So, and then kind of to piggyback off what out. I said before, why is it coming back now?
1: I just think that um, there's been some relatable characters. There's been marketable characters now. Um, well, um, I
2: think the nerd movement, too, is more acceptable yes, than it's ever been. Yes, so, Like, it's kind of it
3: cool. Is, it it's is cooler cool to be, to be a nerd, nerd yeah. than it ever has been. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely.
2: You're, you're also seeing
3: guys, well, I guess girl, like Becky Lynch, who kind of took the world by storm. You're seeing... You're seeing Brock Lesnar, who def- was the UFC heavyweight champion, proving that like it, th- they're not wusses in the WWE, right? Yeah. And, and then you're seeing guys like Chris Jericho, who who's doing movies and music as well. And The Rock is a h- superstar, and he still comes and he still comes back. So I think there's a lot of doors being opened by a lot of different people. A lot of big name pro wrestlers are starting to open doors, and I think. As much as we bash Tyson Fury and Cain Velasquez, I think Ronda Rousey brought a huge fan base uh-huh. over. Rousey brought a huge, and fan then base. that fan base got infatuated with the Becky Lynches and the Charlotte Flairs and the Sasha Banks. So who knows? I, I'm I'm expecting a boom, and I keep expecting that boom. Yeah, and well and I, I think, think
2: we're I think we're in it. And this might be I a don't little, think we're in it yet. I think we're getting there. I think this might be a little controversial to say, but I think the more kayfabe dies, the more wrestling will come back into the like the mainstream again. And I'll explain what I mean by that. Because what's like the stigma behind wrestling still? And I think we even have a it's question fake. about this. Yes, it's fake. Is it wrestling's fake? Wrestling's fake. Once, I mean, the the jig is pretty much up at this point, right? No. But there's still that like that like mainstream idea that like wrestling's looked down upon and that it's just fake. Yep. And I think once we completely can erode that and wash it away, and like everybody can kind of look at it like, yeah, it's like any other TV show you'd watch.
1: Exactly. But
2: these people are putting their lives on the line. Right. Like once we get to that point. I think you'll
1: really see once you stop viewing it as athletic competition. Yeah, right. Yeah,
2: exactly, exactly. So that was actually that's that question spawned a really good, uh, yeah, good conversation, good talk. So thank you, Matthew. Very good. Our next question is from Wyatt Holt, and it appears that it's going to be about NWA Power. So we'll see what it's he has not. to say. Oh, okay.
5: <laughs> What's happening, big boys? This is Wyatt Holt. I'm just sitting here about to watch some NWA Power, and that's some real old school big boy wrestling right there Mm -hmm. but i thought i'd lay a question on you fellas uh this is actually the basis of a cultaholic podcast but uh if you guys were all trapped on desert islands but were allowed to have one dvd with a wrestling match on it what would you pick and why anyway thanks for having me big boys
3: Okay, that's a really good question. I have two matches
1: that I have to pick between. Okay. Wait, so, hold on. Let me clarify real quick, though. Is it one DVD with one match on it, or is it one pay-per-view that has, like, that match on it? I think he's insinuating
2: one match. Yeah. I like, th- this is, like, a burnt DVD that we took from our house before the flight. Okay. And it has our favorite match of all time, or the match we find the most rewatchable. Deal. I have two. Okay, what are they?
3: The Amazing Red versus Will Ospreay from okay. Super J Cup in Tacoma. Thanks, Reckless Robbie. <laughs>
2: and... Shawn Michaels, Kurt
3: Angle for WrestleMania 21.
2: Yeah, I'm going Sean and Kurt. I think that might be... The more I have thought over it, I think it might be my favorite match of all time. That's so good. And I there's those little things that I can watch in that match all day long.
3: Did either of you ever watch Red
2: and Osprey? No, I haven't nope. watched it yet. You guys are. Mm-hmm. Idiots. I have a New Japan World subscription too. Yeah, I no used your World to. subscription to watch it. That's, you got to use it for
3: something.
1: Please don't yell, at my friend.
3: Hey, you watched Chuck Liddell Tito Ortiz three the other night,
2: but you haven't watched this. <laughs> well, you told me to watch
1: it. <laughs> I did force you on L- that L- one. What match are you bringing with you on
2: a desert island? That fight was terrible, by the way.
1: Austin Austin Hard at WrestleMania thirteen. That's Oh, a good nice. One. That is I mean, a good one. God, that I've watched that match so many times and it just doesn't get old. Um, obviously, Hell in the Cell ninety eight was. Oh Avengers. yeah, that'd be on my short list I as mean, well. It's it's so hard to not pick either of those. Um, but I would probably do Brett Austin. That's my favorite match of all time. Nice. And I mean, if he was going that pay per view route, I mean WrestleMania thirteen, I guess. Yeah. Not not much else on that card is good. You know, but... know what would
2: be on my list too? The ladder match from Takeover New Orleans. Yeah, yes. That's uh, a great one. I could watch that match over, Ooh, and
3: over and over and over.
1: One of the I mean the TLC triple threat matches for the Hardys and Douglas. Yeah, those are yeah. good. God, those are so good.
2: They're so like, God, those are good, man. There's just a lot of good matches out there, you guys. Like, yeah, you Ho- really start to think. Ho- about Hogan
3: rocks. Another one I can watch nonstop. Just oh yeah, that was a good one. Man,
2: the crowd is so electric. Like that yeah, still that. might be the hottest crowd I've ever seen. Or the next match. night
3: was hot too when he came, came back out the red and yellow. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
2: Thank you for the question, Wyatt. I definitely you tricked me with. The, I thought it was gonna be an NWA. They, question. they
3: both flipped me off when I said it wasn't an NWA power. And question. Then he started
1: talking about NWA power. And then I flipped them both.
2: But off you're right,
3: dude.
1: You, NWA power is great. I mean, I really, yeah, really I'm really liking it. it so far. Nick, Nick Aldis in episode one cut the closest thing to Rick Flair promo I've seen. Think
2: about Tuesdays now. On Tuesdays, you get AEW Dark, Impact Wrestling, and you get NWA Power. Yeah, it's kind of like the new like big wrestling day. Which so. power
1: is so easy to digest? It I mean, is. It goes hour. by fast it's too. Just an hour, yeah.
2: Man. Uh, I was watching the episode last week, and I thought it was like halfway over. And then, nope, that was it. That was the main event. And I was like, wow, that didn't take long. So, definitely high on power. And, yeah, I, I'm going to officially say Angle and uh, Michaels. Michaels is the match I would, I would bring with me on a desert island. Who's next? Uh, up next, we have Colin Vasarino, And he said his... his uh Mike was a little choppy, so yeah. So we'll do our best to parse the question. You might know him a little better as Cameraman Colin from way back in the day during the live stream days. So we'll see. We'll can- let Luke
3: answer this one first. We'll see
2: what Cameraman Colin has to say. Luke's the emotional guy, so I think this will be good for him to answer first.
6: Hey, guys, I love the podcast. My question is Have you, any of you guys ever cried because of a wrestling match outcome? Thanks.
2: So I think he was asking, It says the outcome of a wrestling match every but, but day.
3: We could talk about anything that's made us cry yeah. wrestling related, but.
1: What about you, Luke? I didn't hear the question. It was—it sounded like a s- CD just skipping. I don't know over what was going on with your mic. Uh, He said his mic was messed up. So, uh, oh, his question was: uh, Has there ever been a wrestling match oh, that you like cry? It's almost like this is a trap question. Crazy, crazy. It's almost like he was hand-fed that question by Kyle Sigler. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I shed a tear when Undertaker was defeated by Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 30. One tear. A tear. Yes. A sol. A solid.
2: A was he solidarity. crying like a baby? It was not like
1: a baby, but he was really upset. And then our friend Alex Ackerson kept going, and And
3: then and then Luke was getting really,
1: really mad. Yeah, and then Alex got beat up in my backyard. So by you? No, by his own brother. Oh boy! Yeah, it it was 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 a regular, it was a regular Kane Undertaker (laughs) matchup. Ackerson Mania, we called it. What about you?
2: Have I cried at wrestling?
1: Yeah, sure I have. Oh. Uh, viewing Daniel Bryan's retirement speech live. Yes. I was going to say the retirement is what That was me. one. I think the last match that actually made me tear up was Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels.
3: Um, at Mania 24. Sure. Yeah, I think that was the last like match. Dustin
1: Rhodes. Dustin Rhodes against Cody. That didn't make me oh, tear up. That made me tear up. I For teared sure. up. But, uh,
2: it's okay. Can we just say it right off the bat? It's okay to cry at wrestling. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Perfect. Br- nothing wrong with
1: it.
3: Daniel Bryan's retirement, Edge's retirement, and Ric Flair's retirement. They all got me. And when I was a little kid, when Hogan... Turned, that got me in the fields. Yeah, and then I just realized it was okay to be bad. It's cool to be bad. Triple H
2: used to make me so mad I'd cry when I was a kid. Really? <laughs> yeah, he would make me. I would get so mad watching him, especially when he brought out the damn sledgehammer. Yeah. Oh man, I'd start. Ooh, I'd get mad. You know what? As a moment that made me misty-eyed in a happy way, and this is kind of weird and random, but when Asuka made her main roster debut against Emma at TLC 2016, I guess or 15, interesting. That made me misty-eyed. There's something about that
1: moment that just felt really special, and I thought she was destined for great things. Hmm. Huh. I mean, there's there's so many more that I could honestly go through in my head because, like you yeah. guys said, I am the emotional Re-
2: one. Well, and also wrestling's just it's it's it's. it's Emotion is at its core. Yeah, it's I just pathos, don't like seeing baby. guys have yeah. to retire. Like I know due it's injuries. Had. The Dan and Bryan retirement is probably number one for me. I was and you guys were there. I can't yeah, imagine. We were there with buddy Jordan. Was there a yeah. dry eye in the whole? No, building? No. no, it was no. in Seattle. So Maybe Jordan no. because he's not sensitive. At I was all, crying but. watching it live at home. So I mean, God. being in the arena must have just been an. Absolutely it was a trip. crazy experience.
3: And then we saw who did we see in cars after
1: that? Was it Eric Rowan in one car and Naomi in another? Oh, it was a Becky. No, so we saw Becky Lynch and then we saw a we saw. Ascension,
2: nice. Remember that. I think
1: I think it was just Rowan and um c- God. Who? One of the Ascension guys. Yeah, one of the Ascension And then Did we honk saw, and wave. Uh, uh, we waved at him. We let Becky go. Like, yeah, we let her go in front of us. And she said, "Bless you."
3: Yeah, and then Jordan Kelly screamed, screamed at us,
4: "Throw on your window and
2: yell at her." We didn't do that. Lady Gaga. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for the question, Colin. Very good question. That was a good question, Colin. And again, i just going to remind you: it's okay to cry at wrestling. Cause it is a very emotional thing at its core. And uh, I think that's, what's beautiful about it. Not to get
1: too weird, but
2: I like that. Uh,
1: yeah. Cause that's the weirdest we've gotten on this damn show.
2: <laughs> hey,
5: up next, we got yeah. a,
2: we got two straight from Keegan. He must've been, he must've been bored well, this night. Yeah. Let's we'll start with the he first was going one. off, So we'll go uh, one and then the other.
5: We'll answer Hey guys, first. It's Keegan Dimitri from Sports Entertainment Spectator with a second question. Um I noticed a lot that um AEW has, has taken uh, constant shots at the WWE, which um I think is okay within reason. However, when uh, when a superstar like Seth Rollins uh, strikes back at AEW, um, a lot of people take in, take insult to it. And I know Seth Rollins is really infamous on Twitter. However, um, WWE gets a lot of grief for throwing shade back, which I I don't think is uh, is right. So I don't get why AEW gets to toss shots around, but but WWE can't throw one in an eternity. But AEW's throwing them even on Dynamite. So. Um, what do you guys think of the constant shots? Do you think it's petty? Do you think it's good for TV? Or do you think it's both? Um, personally, I, I think it's both. But I, I don't think it needs to happen all the time. Uh, thank you for, for responding to the question.
3: I have no problem to either side. I think Seth and Kenny Omega throwing shots at each other is just proving that they love their company. Like, do, do you expect back in the 90s Stone Cold to say, Oh yeah, WCW during this 83-week span is better than us. No! No, they should be proud of the place they work, even if it's not putting on the
1: better shows. Talk all the shit you want. Yeah, who cares, man? It's almost like it's almost like social media is different from their personality on the show. Like, and I know that there is some shoot shit, but who cares? But like, people who are getting, pe- people are so worked
3: up about some of the stuff Cody and Seth and Becky and uh, Kenny and Jr have said. Like, because those are the five that have said stuff, right? Yeah, m- more or less. But. They should be proud of where they work, and they should be proud of their company, and they should be saying that their company's better. So if anybody's getting upset, what do you want them to say?
2: Right? I, I kind of like it. <laughs> I, I, I love it. It's all... I mean, at the end of the day, like, yeah, sure, like, it feels I heated like it and stuff, too. but it's all in the spirit of competition. It's right at the end. end of the day. And yes. th- they're
3: all saying that Cody started it. Vince called it a piss-ass comp- piss-ant company on... That was the, Triple H. The, the, Triple H, yeah, yeah Triple on H. the Hall of Fame.
2: Yes. But... Who cares? It's funny. I do think there's a bit of a double standard because I do think that if you had WWE taking shots on Raw like they do on Dynamite, I think people would be up in arms about that whereas with Dynamite does it, it's like kind of considered cool. Yeah. So it I do think there's a little cool, bit yes. of a double standard but I have no problem with it. I, I, thought, I think it's
3: fun. When Triple H did that, it popped me. I laughed. Oh, I laughed my ass off when he said I that. I thought that was super funny. I did too. And when Seth is saying stuff, yeah, dude, you think you're the best wrestler in the world? Good. And you should. Even,
1: even when he went too far with Osprey then that little back and forth and made, started talking about paychecks and shit uh, he even reneged on that and was like yeah I mean you know yeah. I love you but like that was like the one point when you really went too far even, yeah besides I mean, that that's like that's not even necessarily too and like, far besides
2: that you know if these guys saw each other like at a convention they'd probably shake each other's hands no, they'd, they'd give each it. other a hug yeah they'd yeah. Hug it out you know, so it's all just in the spirit people, of competition. People, people need to like why, why
1: don't we just... Why don't you guys worry about what the hell Sabu's saying on Twitter? And, and Jim, Jim Cornette, Cornette is yeah. saying on Twitter. And maybe even Iron Sheik. If you want to get fucking... If you want to get all fired up, go read some
7: Sheiky baby over here. No, I am too it's because... It's ridiculous, Seth brother. and Kenny You're are, getting worked.
3: You are getting worked. Exactly. And Seth and Kenny should be proud of where they're at I do. can i say something
2: i'd do anything to see that match me too i would do anything just to see me i want a 20 minute 30 minute match between seth and kenny oh man that's that's a six star match if it's in the tokyo but these guys
3: should (laughs) these guys should be saying how great they are they should be saying how great their company is yeah it just makes sense to me
2: yeah i mean i don't know like brand loyalty is very important in wrestling and you know, like and nobody ag- wants to admit that you
3: suck. And again, even back in the day with like ECW, do you think those guys sat there saying, "Oh, we're just a small fish here."
2: Yeah, I know, they the were WC- going after WCW and WWF are way cooler. No. And here's the thing, behind the scenes, behind closed doors, <laughs> when it's just <laughs> no! when it's just Seth alone in a room, he's probably shaking his head at some of the shit that the company he works for is doing. And you know what you know what else Seth's probably doing? What On Wednesday nights, Watching AEW Dynamite. Oh, and you know what Kenny's probably doing on Monday nights? Watching Monday nights. Yeah, Off. because these guys are wrestling fans like we talked about earlier. Come on. They like wrestling.
3: Come on. What's the next question? It's also from Keegan. Yeah, no, we're, we're, we're in our stride now. Keegan, give <laughs> us something else, baby.
5: question about uh, AEW versus NXT. Yes, please. Um, do you think a part of AEW's uh, ratings wins the last and first few weeks have been because of the popularity of a new show called Dynamite. Um, I'm, I'm asking because I think I think the reason why AEW is attracting more viewers right now is because they're the new commodity. However, I think in a few years' time, the, the ratings will be more stable because uh, AEW won't be the new hot commodity, and it'll be kind of similar in terms of popularity with NXT. That's just my opinion. Uh, do you guys think that AEW's ratings are um are because of the new popularity and do you think that um they they reach usually over one million viewers because of that or do you think it's because aew is really putting on the better shows
2: um that's like another good question i don't think aew is necessarily putting on better shows so i guess i have two parts to this uh i think a little bit of the ratings are definitely due to the fact that it's the hot new thing in town baby yeah uh but i think and i love nxt like it's still probably my overall favorite brand what um out running but there's something about the way that nxt the nxt's presentation just lends itself to not being more amateur but just being a lot more
1: bare bones
2: bare bones whereas AEW has all the pyro they have the big arenas they have the big production and i think that more than necessarily it being the new i think those two things are working in tandem to the point where like i don't know if like because he mentioned a year down the road i don't know if wwe lets nxt stay for a year on wednesday nights on usa i have a hard time believing it if they're only pulling in 700k every episode how long can you really let that go for because it's not going to get better unless nxt drastically changes their presentation which by the way i don't want them to right i don't want them to become the big production heavy wwe experience i like that nxt is different that's what i like about it and i'm and the fact that it's available the next day on the network too like that's the way That's how back should That's how I that's watch it. I watch it on the network. I don't watch it live. Um, I, I catch right. AEW live and I watch NXT the next day. I think it's a mixture of both. I don't like picking
3: between the shows even when I I know I, haven't watched, I feel bad. I haven't watched a lot of NXT, but I've I've seen enough to know that they are put, they're killing it and AEW is killing it and I know
2: everyone's comparing but man, they're both great. Can we just say right now that the two best wrestling shows in the in the in the country, maybe the world, are on Wednesday nights. Yep. Both of them. No, I 100.
3: Yeah. percent agree. That's insane to me. And yes.
7: They,
2: I think AEW.
3: I think the one thing that helps AEW in the ratings war, it's familiar names. Uh, Chris Jericho for for a casual fan, Chris Jericho and Cody Rhodes are going to pop you more than Adam Adam Cole or. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa, because some of these casuals don't know these guys.
2: Even Jake Hager? Yeah. I
3: I was talking to somebody the other day, and he told me that when he saw Dynamite on TV the other day, he was glued to his TV and started watching it each week because Shivani and JR's voice brought him back to when he was a kid. And right. he was telling me that he hasn't missed an episode yet, and he tells one of his buddies who's a big WWE fan that he's an AEW fan. So was this guy? Is this guy a wrestling fan, or is he like a lapsed fan? He was a wrestling fan back in the day, um, and he's not really anymore.
2: So AEW is getting him back into wrestling. Right. Yep, that's right. fascinating.
1: Yep. Well, we've talked about how it reignited our whatever that childhood feeling was. Yeah, yeah. It oh, really even has. look
2: at Kyle's roommate Mark, who is a staunch. He hasn't just been not a fan. He's he was anti-wrestling. He was a hater, and yeah. he's and he's, of, he. I mean, we've been over. He's been watching it. Uh, NXT or NXT AEW, AEW with us every, every Wednesday. Wednesday. He got in the impact. Too. Yeah. I yeah. think
3: I think I think the AEW just is kind of bringing out a a fun feeling, and I I think it has a mixture of a lot of stuff. I think there's new stars, old stars, and I think the announcers are really helping. And the
2: fact that it's edgy, I think, helps too. Yep. Like it's they not cuss. too edgy. Yeah, they say they, they're also bitch t- and
1: shit, and there's blood. And, oh yeah, and they're and they're they're throwing bombs at each yeah. other. You know what's hilarious is they're they're actually incorporating some attitude era shit without being objectifying. Cringy. Yeah, right. yeah. They they're doing they're, they're doing, doing the, the opposite of what Raw the edgy doing right the edgy now. stuff without having all of the um chauvinistic ob- objectification.
2: Whereas you have Monday Night Raw, which is doing cucking angles, but that's it. That's but all like the mildly, edge they have. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, it's an interesting dynamic. So just to add another layer before we move on to that question, um, I think AEW is always going to be over NXT, I do and too. it's you know it's funny though. You mentioned it that the reason that you love NXT is the lack of production. Yeah. But as long as NXT doesn't have the same fanfare or treated like a flagship program, they're yep. not going no, to get not that same to. respect that AEW. They're does. not going to. They're just not. And and even for me, I'll keep watching
2: AEW live on Wednesdays, and I'll keep catching NXT on the WWE network the next day. Like right, I'll right. keep. I'm going to keep doing it that way. And I mean, I know hindsight's 2020, but. I mean, maybe the move to USA wasn't the best thing for NXT. Well, it, was, it was a
1: very knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, it right? was. It, and it... those
2: first two weeks were great, but then once you started going up, I mean, part of me wants to know, like, what did the WWE expect?
1: This, this is what I expected.
3: This is exactly what I expected. Yes. Yep. This is exactly,
2: and this is nothing, yep. again, this is nothing mm-hmm. against NXT. I'm one of the biggest NXT fans you'll find. Yep. I, I, there was no way they were going to beat AEW. There was no way that that was going to happen, Mm-mm. and it's unfortunate, but you know it is what it is. Keep watching Wednesday wrestling, you know, however you like it. Keegan on a roll, buddy. Yeah, thank you for the questions. Excellent. Up next, we have one from the professor himself. Oh Joe my Shea. boy! Let's see what he has to say to us, Giuseppe.
0: This is Professor Joe, and I hear the boys at the Big Boys and Body Slams podcast are looking for some questions. Well, I've got a couple for You're you. Damn First right. one being. If you guys could go back in time and see any pay-per-view live in person which would it be for me i think probably wrestlemania 3 or some of the 1980s jim crockett promotion shows question two is i would love to hear some big boys and body slams input on dream matches any time periods any guys who would you put together i always thought like a vader and a bam bam bigelow match in their prime or to truly see a hogan rick flair match in the mid 80s in their prime stuff like that or even going so far back as say uh freddie blassie versus a uh, miz something like that what do you guys think let me know we'll see you soon thanks boys all right Bye. luke
1: you get to go first love you okay so the first thank you joe good question yes yeah that was good shit um so, the first part, so before Dream Matches, what was the first part of the question? What show could,
3: would you wish you could go back okay, go to? Okay, WrestleMania
1: 19. WrestleMania 19. I mean, in Seattle, it's something that I regret not going to and not experiencing.
3: I regret going to that one too, but I would definitely agree with you, Joe, if I could go to any show, it'd be WrestleMania
1: 3. Well, you are also the biggest, you know, a huge Hogan Mark. Yeah, it's not like he beat Vince McMahon at WrestleMania 19.
2: I, uh, I'm going to oh, go. Oh, but that was like his biggest moment. I'm going to go a little bit different. I wanna be I'd like to be at that first Starcast. Like the Ooh. First NWA Starcast show. Just because that was like Starcade? Starcade. I'm sorry, I don't know why I said Starcast. Because Starcast, a big yeah, deal. Starcade. Conrad's in the your first head. NWA Starcade, just because that was like the big moment when it was like they could this they packed an arena, you know, down in the dirty south and history was made. So I don't know. Either that or the first WrestleMania? Uh even though I know it was a disaster. Like I don't know. I just love the history the historical significance of shows like that
3: there's also a few teenage shows i wish i could have gone to bound for glory 05 that's like my favorite pay-per-view ever so yeah that would have been, that a, fun been one. a fun one to go to Hell
2: um yeah. as far as your dream matchups uh all time any era who are you guys thinking hogan austin
1: and we never got it
3: i never got it that's true. what i want it's true i mean sting and taker too
1: yeah sting and taker. Sting and Taker. Honestly, honestly, for me. honestly i think prime taker there's so many good matches you could pick and i mean this is kind of a crazy one but for whatever reason this popped in my head Prime Taker against Alistair Black. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be oh my really god, good. That'd be you, really with good. Those, with both of their athleticism yeah. and how big they both that'd are? That'd be awesome. Um, I want I want NWO Hogan
3: versus like top tip top peak Stone Cold Steve Austin like Rattlesnake like ninety eight Rattlesnake. Man, that would have sold like and, so like, well. Right when he turned heel, ninety seven Hogan when everybody was shitting on him, throwing yeah. stuff at him, because those promos would be incredible.
2: Give me Bret Hart and Kurt Angle, both in their primes.
1: Yeah, me too. absolutely. That's another good one. Absolutely. You could throw Michaels on a whole bunch of them too. Yeah. Here's a weird one. Um, Cena-Austin. Yeah. Yeah, I would've, that would have been very another, entertaining. Another Austin one,
3: Brock and Austin. I always wanted CM that. CM Punk-Austin. Like, yeah. Oh, there <laughs> you, you go. Man, yeah. It's too bad
1: Austin's
2: career was cut so Dudley, short.
3: Dudley's versus Legion of Doom.
2: Really? Yeah. That's an I interesting th- one. Those are, I
3: think, the two best tag teams ever. I think that'd be a fun... It'd be stiff. Give me, like... 80s Legion of Doom and how the about, ECW the Warriors, Boys. The how, speaking
2: Warriors? of tag teams, how about the Lucha Bros versus the Hardy Boys?
3: I'd be down. Yeah, Prime Hardys. That'd be a fun one. Yeah, for sure.
2: There's so many fun possibilities. So many good possibilities. Really gets you thinking.
3: Great Callie versus the Yeti Did Vader and Bam Bam really <laughs> never wrestle? He said Prime. Oh, okay. okay. But I'm that sure that would have re- been a car crash. Yeah, I'm sure they wrestled, but he, I think I want to
2: go Prime. and revisit sometime soon the Cactus Jack Vader feuds, especially the match they had at a uh, was it Halloween Havoc?
3: Yeah, uh, with the ear loss.
2: Yeah, no, that was in Germany. Yeah, that oh, was. In okay. This is the one. This is the one when Vader crushed uh McFoley's insides when he fell on him. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I just feel like that's that speaks to me. I'd like to go back and rewatch oh, those it? soon. Does yes, we'll <laughs> have to do one but after our Dungeon of Doom episode. We'll do uh, God. We'll do that one.
1: I was hoping you guys would forget about that. Shit, I did.
2: Forget. Oh, I'm never gonna forget about it. Thank you, Joe. Really good question. Yeah, good really ship, good, Professor. Uh, up next, Tony Mills, Millis, Tony Millis, Tony Millis, Tony. Tony Road. Tony, 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 For the second week in a row, by the way.
7: Hey, guys. It's Tony here. Uh, just wondering for a couple questions for you for this episode. Wondering who you guys would put on your Mount Rushmore for professional wrestling. I'd be interested in seeing who the four guys would be that you guys, each of you this three, would put hard. up there Your Mount Rushmore. Also, uh, with AEW this upcoming week, we know the tag team titles will be decided. Who do you think is going to win between SCU and the Lucha Brothers? And then who do you want to see be the next in line to get a title shot for that? Also, do you guys think there's going to be a mid-card title soon in AEW? I know you guys mentioned you thought like a television title or something like that would come eventually. And my last question, um, I'll throw this one out there. Who do you think has been the greatest United States champion WWE-wise since it debuted? Thanks, guys.
2: Uh, thank you. Very, so, very good question. a lot to that. Let's go one, two. Should we start at the, at the last question and work our way up to the Mount Rushmore? Okay. Well, so, last question. I think we're all in agreement. John Cena. John, John Cena. Cena yeah. I think that's like the only like obvious answer oh. Uh, because he had several reigns that were memorable for their own especially reasons, especially
3: the main one, the like the original. Yeah,
2: when he beat the Big Show at.
3: Yeah. Um. So next SCU versus Lucha Bros Who do you think is going to win?
2: I think SCU is going to win I do too uh, And I think I could. I want to see them Fight for those titles For four to five months And I want to see them Fight in Private Party uh, Yeah Private Party I think it should be Next in the line Private Party Your best friends One of the two What about you?
1: I'm, I'll go with the Lucha Bros then Alright i like so who, do wanna wanna who do you want to Who do you want to see them wrestle? Um, who do I say want to have a feud with For yeah. titles? Um, I think Private Party Is the uh, obvious answer Yeah
3: Okay so here, here's the one Where we're all going to be Very different on the Rushmore? M- Mount Rushmore.
1: So, is this personal Mount Rushmore?
3: Let's do. Let's do. Wait,
2: let's get to the. He asked about the midcard title. When, oh
3: yes, the midcard title. I think there will be a TV title.
2: I think it's coming within two months. Yes. Wow. Well, two. I think it's coming by New Year's. I think that. I think they might be. I think they might introduce it on the New Year's show in Jacksonville.
3: Okay, so Ooh. let's do two Mount Rushmores, all right? Okay. Let's start with our four favorites of all time. Who's your four favorite wrestlers? And then the actual Mount Rushmore yes. after that. Okay. So who,
2: who's your four
3: all-time favorites?
2: My four all-time favorites in no particular order. Yep. Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and probably The Undertaker. Nice. I'm going to go Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. Kurt Angle, CM Punk,
1: and the fourth one's hard, but I think I'm going to go Raven. Nice. Okay, so my four taker, Austin Michaels and Daniel Bryan.
3: Nice. Sweet. And now, who do you think are the four greatest? Now, when when you when you talk about this, let's think of everything. Match quality, promo quality, influence on the business. Influence on the business, drawing power, et cetera. I mean, I've, I've got it. Okay, what's uh, your four? I'm going to
1: say Luke, you go first since you're very yeah. yeah, I mean. Sure. So, here's here's what I'm hearing like everywhere, the consensus three is Hogan, Flair, Austin, and then that fourth one? Do and you I, ag- do you agree with those first three? I absolutely. I don't know how you can. Okay. Who's and the fourth then, one? Um, Michaels. Or ta- God, yeah, Michaels. Yeah, I actually agree with that. fourth for four. I want to put Taker on there, but Michaels obviously has a smaller sample size, but God, yeah. he was so revolutionary.
3: So Hogan, Austin, Flair, and then the fourth one, I used to say The Rock. Yeah, I used to. Say Once upon the Rock a time, well. I think I, used to, I. I mean, I was saying the
1: Rock on the podcast a few yeah. months ago. Who, who's your new four? Cena,
2: John C. Oh, Damn. that's he's a good not,
1: one. he's, yeah. he's, he's going to go down as the most unsung hero in Listen, wrestling.
2: Br- Man, that's a that's like
3: uh, Here's something you got to consider though: Vince McMahon himself, uh huh, Bruno Sammartino, uh huh, Shawn Michaels, uh huh, The Undertaker sounds like quite the dinner party. Dusty Rhodes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Chris Jericho, and. Yeah, those guys all have to be up there in the mix. They don't have to be in it, but they need to be talked about. I I pick Cena because I think Cena took them for a very long time when everybody else was gone. A a very bad time, too. Yes. Which is not his fault. So so Hogan's gone. Yep. The Rock's gone. Austin's gone. Austin's gone. gone. Michaels is in and out. Goldberg's gone. Goldberg's gone. gone. Triple H is getting hurt. Lesnar's gone. Cena's... Carrying everything on Guerrero his Cena and Edge, away. pretty much. Yeah. Yes, Cena and Edge for a long time were the only two guys. Like Luke said, Guerrero was gone.
1: Undertaker was in and out. But, well, he was he was Fridays, like Cena was mun- was Raw, was right? Raw. But but Cena was carrying the company, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes.
2: So, yep, I got to go Cena on that last spot. I don't like him as much as any of those other guys I listed for the most part. I can't but, that was an oversight. I think, yeah, I think when it's all said and done for Cena, I think he's going to have to be up there just because he. Like even today, if there's a little kid and he's wearing a WWE shirt, it's, it's probably Cena. a John Cena shirt. Right. Except for the kid that you saw wearing AJ Styles yeah, shirt outside my house by the other day. Kyle's apartment is wearing an AJ Styles shirt. That was pretty sweet.
1: Nice. I like that kid. So thank you, thanks kid, for the
2: questions, Tony. I they were Tony, very entertaining, good questions. fun to think through. You're the man. Up next, Aaron May with a two part joyride. Oh boy. This could be anything.
7: Hey fellas, Powerful Podcast here. Aaron May. What can I say? <laughs> This is going to be like a two-parter. First part, I want you guys to make up a character. Let us get inside your brain what you think would be a successful character in the WWE, AEW, whatever promotion. And I want you to promo one of the other guys. Zach, I'm sorry, buddy, but you got to be Cowboy Kenny because you get a little wild. You get a little too much yeehaw haw
1: going.
7: And secondly... Okay. With how WWE is going right Don't now, do you him. think this might be the time or further down the road that they could fall apart and disappear because of what's going on? And if so, what would you do to fix it, to make sure it sticks around, or would you just let it crumble? Have a banger. Talk to you later. Let, let's do the second
2: part Yeah, first. let's do the second part first. Uh, WWE was, is never going to crumble. WWE
3: is the Disney of wrestling. It's not going away.
2: No matter how bad it gets, and it's, no. it's, it's close to WCW 2000 territory right now. But, but it's... Oh, no, it's not. It's not going eh, away. It's
3: close, but not there yet. But it's not going away anytime soon. I right. No. Mm-hmm. If they can get through the steroid trials, if they can get through they WCW... They got too much money, man. With Crispin Wah, they can yeah.
1: survive. And here's the thing. If, if shit really, really, really goes down the tubes, um, Trips is taking over. In my opinion. Yeah. I mean, they're going to do everything they can to put it on life support. And they've got enough money to do that and to turn shit around. Okay, so should we move on to the promos? So you're Cowboy so Kenny. I, I
2: guess I'll go first since I'm Cowboy Kenny. Oh Am I boy. cutting a promo on one of you or yeah. another wrestler?
1: Anybody, buddy?
2: Anybody. I'm gonna cut a promo on Kenny Omega. Okay. And try, I'm, try not to yell too loud. I'm Don't Cowboy really piss Kenny. the neighbors off. Please yell. <laughs> I gotta get into character. Hold on.
1: <laughs> you're swinging that microphone like crazy. Down. I'm getting. I'm getting oh, ready oh, oh. here. Let me hold this. Look at you, Buckaroo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> walking around backstage thinking you're hot shit <laughs> you ain't nothing punk when's the last time you handles a six shooter huh when's the last time you mounted up on a horse and rode out into the sunset do you even know how to build a fire you anime loving video game playing freak Who do you think you are? I'm Cowboy Kenny. The most yee-hawing, gun-slinging motherfucker you have ever seen. (laughs) And you can V-trigger me all you want, boy. I'm still gonna get back up and come out for more. So who do you think you are, boy? You gonna get on that bull? You ain't gonna last eight seconds, boy. You want some? I'll cook your ass like baked beans on an open fire. Because I'm the cowboy. And I ain't never going nowhere. Yee-haw. This this show is over.
1: (laughs) There's no real Oh my god. (laughs) Now it's your guys' turn. Follow that. That is is better than I could have ever imagined.
3: That was out of control. There's no topping that. We should have done that one last. <laughs> um, Jeez. So I made up a name for myself. We live in Lewis County, right? Yeah. So my name is going to be Lewis County legend, okay. Lenny Storm.
1: Okay. All right. What, 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 Lenny Storm? Yeah, Lenny Storm. Nice. I
3: used to use that as my persona on forums when I was like 12. Nice. They asked what my name was in so same Who are you cutting a promo on? May. Oh. The person who called it in. All right. I don't really know how to talk, so. <laughs>
4: Whew. Arnon, this
3: is the Lewis County legend, Lenny Storm, and I hear you keep trying to come down to my town, but when next time you roll down here, you better watch that car of yours. I'll piss all over it. (laughs) You're ducking me, boy. (coughs) You won't wrestle me, (laughs) so I'm going to take everything you love. I'm going to take that car of yours. Breaking TVs. Yeah. Luke, your turn.
2: Uh, uh, <laughs> that was it? It was just getting good.
1: <laughs> Are you going to have a Southern drawl, too? Jesus. Jesus. All right, well. and <clears throat> <clears throat> May, you might be the pal of the podcast, but me, I'm the predator of the podcast the Punisher of the podcast I will dismantle you so you can take that turn it up sideways shove it up your pipe and smoke it and it big boys and body slams bonanza it will be you that finds yourself face down on the ground with your TV broken and your vehicle Pissed all <laughs> over on, because I am the predator and the punisher, and you will learn to fear me.
3: I just want to know what the obsession is that we both have with peeing on Aaron's car. Yeah, if you know, I don't, I don't you know, know where it came from. I I, I, I really was just spitballing, uh, uh, or pissballing. Uh, uh, can we be a faction? Yeah, Aaron, that was the best question we that ever awesome. got. That, that was awesome. That you just took the, you're number one. That gold, was fun.
2: Gold Thank you, Aaron. I, I had a good time doing that. Up next, Jake Jonas, our sugar daddy. Let's see what he has to say.
5: Hey, what's up, fellas? It's your boy Jake Jonas. You here. always sound so good. And mm. I got a few questions for everybody to answer. Um, so the first one is, what got you into pro wrestling? The second is, who's your favorite wrestler right now and all time? Uh, the third is, what do you think? is the best and then the most realistic finisher in wrestling? And the last question is, what do you think is the best and worst storyline in wrestling right now? And as always, thanks, fellas, and you guys are great. See ya.
2: So there's a lot to that one. Uh, Kyle, Kyle's on writing bone. everything down. Again, yeah. should we start at the most recent and just work our way up? Yeah, best and worst storyline right now. I think the worst has got to be the Lana-Rusev nonsense. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we're all
3: in agreement on that. Uh, yes. As far
2: as the best storyline in pro wrestling, maybe Chris Jericho and Cody Ome- and Cody Rhodes. Cody Omega. I'm an
3: idiot. I love the Brian Cage-Sammy Callahan storyline. Yeah, Brian story Cage-Sammy
2: Callahan's been really good.
3: Yeah, so uh, I agree with Rusev and Lan- Lana, and I really think that I have to go with Callahan and Cage.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, <sighs> Yeah, Rusev, Lana, Lashley, shit. Um, and if you would have asked me... Well, I guess this is a feud, so never mind. I, I thought gimmick there for a second. I said, if you asked me a month ago, it would have been The Fiend. But, um, oh, man, I don't know how you don't go again with the inner circle against the elite. I mean, just to, just to expand that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I really like that, too. Yeah.
3: I'm just like. i just more invested in Callahan right now.
1: Absolutely, he's your yeah, fan. Man. Um, finisher.
2: Uh, best the, and most realistic. Yeah, my I, favorite is the one winged angel. I think the most realistic might be the Judas effect. Okay, I think my favorite of all times is the GTS,
3: especially nice. punk. And I think the most realistic is the stomp. Yeah, because I mean,
1: I mean we've all seen that movie. What's it called? American History X. Oh, there
2: you
4: yeah.
3: go. There's a oh, stomp. Boy. Yep.
1: Oh boy. Um, my favorite finisher of all time is the tombstone, and honestly, I mean that might be. One of the most realistic, like you're getting dumped on your head straight into the ground. Yeah, um, yeah. I would also say the spear is. Yeah, your, that's I a mean, good one. The no jackhammer needed one. The no jackhammer needed.
2: Baby. Yeah, the spear. The pounce. Please no! Don't don't. <laughs> <laughs> the Greg
1: Collie chop. Don't.
2: Yeah, the chop. Okay. Uh, don't. Who, who's Sorry. your favorite current wrestler? Uh, my favorite current wrestler. That's a tough question. I have three in mind. Man, I, it still might be The Fiend, even though is I it know... Ke- it's not
1: Kevin Owens? Yeah, I was about to say, isn't
2: it Kevin? It's Kevin Owens. Who yeah. am I kidding? Yeah. I was trying to think outside of the box. It's Kevin Owens. It's been Kevin Owens since 2015. Yeah. So, Sammy Callahan,
3: Daniel Bryan, or, I mean, Chris Jericho still. It's got to be one of them. Probably probably Callahan, Jericho, Bryan. Yeah, those are
1: the three. Nice. Kevin Owens is definitely right there for me, um, even even though he has been lost in irrelevancy a little bit um god who the hell else there's people that are just marco stunt even though he's way better than zach gave him credit for uh i can't i can't in good faith pick marco stunt
2: hashtag Zach versus so you go kevin
1: owens yeah yeah, yeah. okay um, nice. and what got you into pro wrestling
2: wait didn't he ask what our favorite of all time too oh mine's hogan kurt angle undertaker nice and then what got us into wrestling yep uh my dad I just would watch it with my dad when I was a kid we watched WCW and WWF together and we'd order the pay-per-views at my grandma's house and go watch them and yeah just I kind of kind of took on its own life for me after that and like let's admit it we all grew up in the mid to late 90s it was impossible to avoid wrestling yeah, impossible too, for to a degree so yeah I think just cultural relevance and it was mostly my dad Um so my cousins used to come over cuz we had the little black box nice
3: and i'd watch pay-per-views and i'd get to stay up and watch it with them and i always thought hogan was bigger than life like i just thought he was this huge character so alex aaron and robbie would always come over and watch the shows and i would watch the shows with them and like and it just kind of evolved from there i got out of it for a couple years and then i came back after seeing early smackdown some early
1: 2003 smackdown with brock lesnar and kurt angle so i mean some of my earliest memories period are of wrestling I was born in 95 so I missed a lot of stuff however my brother the professor is 10 years older than me um so we always had a ton of Coliseum home video um we always had from a pretty early age we had WrestleManias 1 through 14 like a whole VHS box set and we wore those fucking tapes out man um I I watched so much um early it's like late 80s early 90s wrestling mid 90s wrestling and even though I was very, very young with the Attitude Era, I still remember seeing it on TV with my dad and my brother very vividly. And we – my brother would flip back and forth, but we definitely were more of a WWF household. We, we really were. Um, but, yeah, have to have a shout-out to, to Joseph, the professor. Nice. Love you, buddy. Thank you. Thank That's you for awesome. bestowing this, uh, this crazy, crazy world.
2: Isn't it crazy when you think back to your childhood memories? And I know I can definitely vouch for this, and it sounds like you can too, just how many – of your earliest memories revolve around like something wrestling related right like one of my earliest memories that I can remember all time was Wrestlemania 14 and Shawn Michaels lying on his back while Stone Cold won
1: the WWF title for the first time well and that's the crazy thing is like I don't remember seriously like anything from the time I was six backwards these but but wrestling 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 I remember Hogan turning
3: I was really upset I remember that. that really well too I yeah. also remember my cousins Jumping off of roofs Onto each other And Zach's supposed to have These videos up soon
2: They're they're coming If I can ever just get my setup Out of the closet Sunday, And I'll set be. it up it's Yeah we'll do it this weekend But yeah It's Man it's just It's hard to explain Who's next on the docket Hell Who's yeah. next
1: We're killing it We're having fun
2: We are we're Damn we're having fun. fun Up next First time long time Jordan Kelly Has a Ooh. Has a message for us Let's first see what he time. has to say <laughs>
1: Same, same, but different.
5: Hey, big boys. It's j here. I got some pretty fun questions for you, I think, for this week's Get to Know Me episode. The first one is, if you could hang out with any current wrestler, who would it be and why? My second question would be, if you could have an autograph from any wrestler, past or present, who would it be? Um, Yeah, also... Do you guys really think that Zach could beat up Marco Stunt? Because I think that he probably could.
2: Thank you, Jordan. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's it. I
5: Thanks.
2: couldn't. Bye. Thank you, Jordan. I couldn't, though.
3: After so seeing what he was able to do. Let's start from the last
2: question. Could could Zach take I Marco Stunt? I don't think Stunt? so. After seeing how quick Upon he is. Upon further review. Because <laughs> I'm just a big fat guy. He's, he's like little and quick. I think, mighty mouse your ass. I think he could out quick me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Zach, you'd beat
3: the shit out of him. Thanks, man. Never put yourself down. Thanks, man. Never be Thanks. another statistic. You know saying. what, Marco Stunt? Come oh, at me, bro! Oh, I thought, oh, cowboy, I saw you, I cowboy! saw you. Re- Kenny should have cut the promo
1: on Marco. I was about to say, I oh, saw you reposition, and I was like, oh shit! I thought about it, but you know what? One promo for me. Is my enough. my dad once. My dad's huge, like six six guy. He said the worst ass kicking he ever got was from a, a little dude that could just punch really really fast. See, there you go. So you don't think Zach could take him? That's I
2: don't think I'm, I could take yeah. him. All right,
1: so autograph one. This is my shit.
2: Yeah, like, right. I'll let you go first because he's
3: the me- so sports I, guy. I'm going to tell you who I got. I'm going to tell you what autographs I have. I have Kenny Omega. I have Hulk Hogan, I have Diamond Dallas Page and Kimberly. I have two different Kurt Angle's. I have John Morrison. I have Ric Flair. I think that's all I got that I can think of. Who would you want? Andre the Giant. That's no doubt in my mind. If I could get one autograph, it's Andre. Oh, I have a Kevin Nash autograph boot. Oh yeah, and yeah. So, so Andre the Giant would be the one that I want the most.
2: Nice. Like
1: if I could get my hands on one, it would be Andre. And technically, you have a isn't that a Ken Shamrock?
2: UFC oh, Ken glove. Shamrock,
3: UFC glove, yeah. Oh, and Doink, the original Doink the Clown, too, because I met him.
2: Matt Borne. And whoever this is. Mark
3: Watson. He was a he was like a local referee. <laughs> oh, okay. But nice. so so Andre Giants, my answer. Okay, that's um, a good one. L- Andre
1: Andre was definitely in my head. Owen Hart would be one. Sweet. Oh, yeah. What about you, Zach? Uh
2: Austin go Steve Austin. Just because he was my childhood. Like, he was the guy for me when I was a kid, yeah. and that's the one I would love to If it to have. was
1: personal favorite, like, if something that's attainable now, Taker. Because his signature is sick, and he is my favorite. I guess, even though I have it,
3: it'd be Hogan, so I can meet him. Yeah. But other than that, I think I'd actually go with Luke, that Taker would be the one that nice. I could get now. So, who would you like to hang out with that's a local wrestler? I got this one already. Uh, Joey Kenny, Joey
2: Janella. Joey Janella for you. Kenny Omega for me. Uh, He's just a super cool dude, yeah. and we have similar interests. and I am getting drunk with Janella. Man, I could see you guys wasted. having quite the uh, we
3: banger together. We would eat hot dogs and actually, I want to hang out with Joey Ryan and Joey Janelle at the same time. Oh, there you go. Oh, Jesus. We were going to eat hot dogs and drink beer and talk shit about Jim Cornette.
1: Yep. There you go. God, Luke, I didn't even think about that. That's even better. Yeah, that would be the Jim Cornette hate squad. Luke, who are you hanging out with? Um, Undertaker. I, yeah, I'd really, I really want to say Undertaker, but Xavier Woods would be really yeah. fun. Or like Finn Balor. Yeah, we did meet Xavier Woods. That's true. That's true. Oh, yeah. Um, we, but like Finn Bal, one of those, as I mentioned early in this episode, nerds. One of those nerds. Yeah, that's why I chose Omega. I mean, to really hear about their story, how they got in wrestling, yeah. but at the same time talk about, you know, nerd shit, yeah. video games I'm and all with that. I'd be it. amazing. Good
2: question, Jordan. Why would you call in more often, man? Yeah, that's Listen to this Every once in a while, that was good shit. Maybe.
1: Was that all of his? That was it. yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, up next, Talise. Yeah. Uh, after getting me all fired up about Marco stunt the first time, uh, has come back for the sequel. I don't know if it's related to that one at all or not, but.
6: Good morning to everyone at Big Boys and Body Slams. This is Talise. Um, I have come up with five questions for your Getting to Know You episode. Right. Uh, first, I would like to know what is your favorite match of all time? If you have only one, um, I can't ever pick one. So, however many you have to pick, that is totally fine with me. Um, what is your best childhood memory? Um, if you could be any TV show character, who would you be and why? Oh, shit. And <laughs> next, I want you to play two rounds of Desert Island. It's not really a question, um, but it's on movies and food or snacks. And then last but not least, what is your favorite ice cream? Great, thanks. You guys keep me an awesome She G- always yeah. has
2: the best questions hell Okay. Yeah. So let's go backwards. I'm hyped for this. My favorite kind of ice cream? Yeah. Mint chocolate chip. Cookies and cream. Cookie dough bitches. Okay. You're a cookie dough guy, huh? Oh, so the next guy. one, what is Desert Island? Desert Island is like, like the question that we had about if you could have one match. Oh, so if you wh- can have one of something yeah, from Wyatt. One snack and one movie. And one movie. <laughs> for my snack. Whoa, can we do
1: a we... food or snack? Food yeah. l-
2: let's do food, snack and drink. Okay. And movie. Okay.
3: Jeez. If I can have any food, pizza. Okay. In any form, mine would be the hot barbecue wings from Buffalo Wild Wings. Nice fettuccine Alfredo, motherfucker. Okay. And a snack. Snack. Go. You go first. I
2: would take Funyuns. I could eat Funyuns all day and all night. I
3: would take flaming hot Cheetos. I would take Cheetos puffs. Whoa. Okay.
2: Drink. Man, that's a tough one. Can uh, this be
1: past or present? Uh, what? Either. I mean, Sun old recipe was. Oh, okay. Um,
2: yeah. I'm gonna take. Arnold Palmer. I'm taking a Bankster Berry
3: flavored
1: Whoa, band. You're going to your take energy Your going to explode. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, I, we could drink water. I'm is that your, That's your favorite like drink flavor-wise of all time? Yeah. I'm taking Arnold Palmer. That's crazy. I fucking love it. I um, it.
2: Movie. I guess we talked about this a little bit earlier. I'd take Mallrats probably. I'd take Dumb and Dumber.
4: <laughs> because
2: mm. I can always find something to laugh at in that movie. And if I'm stranded on a desert island, I want
1: to laugh. Yeah, you're going to need some entertainment. Exactly. Um... Shit. I mean, I'd probably I'd probably go with something like Forrest Gump or like a Star Wars movie or something. I don't know. I'm trying to think of comedies. Like I would want I give to an I'd laugh too.
2: Seems like you're riding the fence a little Jesus.
1: bit. Jesus. Um Yeah, I'll say Shawshank Redemption, I guess. Cuz that was my favorite you movie. You went or,
5: from
2: Star Wars? Maybe yeah, Forrest Gump. I don't, Gump. Know, I'm I don't know.
1: I'm trying to think of comedies, but like I can't think of any right now. That's fine. Okay, what
3: TV show character would you be?
2: Bart Simpson.
3: Bart Simpson, that's a good one. That is good. Because he's I, just a rad dude, you know? I have a couple. All I right, two, let's hear I have it. two. Kevin from the league. Okay. Or Joey from Friends.
2: That's kind of a left field one. I didn't expect that. Because he's funny. He's kind of a meathead, though. Yeah, I love him. Okay. Lu, uh, Luke, who would you be?
1: Bender from Futurama.
2: <laughs> nice. Right oh, here. shit. Maybe
3: Walter White. You know how much money I'd be making?
1: Yeah, remember how? Oh, you haven't got to the. End. Uh, I haven't got to the. End
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, spoiler, spoiler. Enjoy oh. him, Mike. And what's your earliest wrestling memory? I think she just means memory in general, like oh, a fond
3: memory. Earliest fond fa- memory, fond memory. My was grandparents. It, was it
1: favorite or earliest?
3: Fa- favorite or earliest? Favorite whatever. childhood memory. Favorite I think, childhood. Is what it was. So yeah. either being with my grandparents or my uncle Cub, who lived next door. He nice. would he would ride his motorcycle out to watch me and my dad playing catch.
1: That's awesome. That's that's super cool. Yeah,
3: because yeah. he was like he was like right there. And so he would hop on his lawnmower and just ride it over, and me and my dad would be playing catch in the backyard. Nice. Cause I'm a softball legend.
1: Oh, shit. Okay. When I got... When I was, like, six or something, and I got the green Nintendo 64 bundle with D- with Donkey Kong 64. Yeah? Yeah.
4: yeah. I was
2: going to go... For Christmas. Mine's for Christmas. similar. Mine's when we got just the regular black N64 from my grandma, and we took it into her bedroom that same day we got it and hooked it up, and it was the pack-in with Mario 64. And I'll never forget turning that game console on for the first time and like seeing Mario in 3D and like my like five or six year old brain. Blimey. I'd never played a 3D game before, and so my little brain couldn't oh, yeah. comprehend couldn't what I was seeing, and I was just in amazement. And I probably wandered around Bomb Battlefield for like an hour
1: and a half without even getting any stars. You said that that came off so smooth.
2: Bomb Battlefield. Bomb Battlefield.
3: The, um, the first question was again favorite well, match. Can I just add one oh, more? Yeah. One more memory? yeah.
1: Um, it goes off of that. PS2, I mean, I know this is later on in childhood, but when SmackDown Just Bring It came out, uh-huh. the intro, I ha- I remember <laughs> The Rock being in the intro, and I remember thinking, oh my god, does it get any more real looking than this? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, looking at it now, it's just like, oh my god, that right. is the muddiest thing I've ever seen. Right. But that was, I was just so in awe at that point. Now we're in 2K20. And then Fred Durst was in it, and that was pretty sweet. Fred Durst. He,
3: Fred was, Durst. he was in it. So, so favorite match. Michaels and Angle. Michaels and Angle or Osprey and Red.
2: Uh, you know, can I give an honorable mention yeah. to uh Angle and Lesnar just because I was there at WrestleMania 19? Yeah. Uh, I would give an honorable Screw mention you. to both
3: Hogan and The Rock and Randy Orton and Mick Foley from Backlash 04. Oh, nice. Damn. Yeah, were you you were
1: there though, right? Or no. At Backlash 04? Yeah. It was in like St. Louis, dude. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad you made it. Um yeah, Austin, Austin Hart and Foley Taker. Okay.
2: All right. What's so next? Thank you. That, Thanks, was Talese, fantastic that was a great question. question. Um Let's get to all three of Kiefer's at once. No, 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 no. Just go. What We won't be able to remember all of them. Is there a lot? Yeah, pretty Oh, sure. boy. So we'll, we'll We just... got three from Kiefer. Oh, shit, We'll, we'll start Kiefer. with the first, then.
6: What is up, big boys and Body Slams, BBS crew?
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's
6: your boy Keith here with a question for you guys, a little bit of a personal question. Um, I know a few of you guys are married, and I was just curious, how do your wife's... Like sort of handle you? God, that's a and, good question. Uh, Jesus. Your wrestling obsession. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, are they usually cool with it? Do they get involved? Do they? Are they just kind of like whatever? Uh, I know personally, my wife. She is kind of like whatever. She used to get involved, but she would get to the point where she really hated people. Uh, she still hates Stephanie McMahon to this day. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just wanted to see what you guys, how you guys handle it in your households. Thanks, guys. Bye.
3: I love that. I think my wife definitely sometimes gets annoyed. My wife hates wrestling. But I think the good thing is our wives are now really good friends. So they can just hang out when so we when watch we, wrestling. When we do stuff, like they can hang out with yeah. Zach's kids and we can watch it. Tana will watch it with me on occasion. At one point, she was kind of into it. The mad she was. One of the maddest times I've ever seen her in our relationship, though, and most confused, actually. Most confused was when Kevin Owens threw Jericho through the Festival (laughs) of Friendship. Did she she lose it? I thought she was going to cry. She was was so upset. That was was, was an emotional segment. She was so
2: upset, and she still hates Kevin Owens for it. I've been on a campaign to get anybody in my apartment that lives in my house with me into wrestling. Whether it's my wife or either of my daughters, I am just trying so hard to get any of them to be into wrestling with me. My wife actively hates it. I've been trying... I think she's starting to come around a little bit. Amelia's kind of... Your oldest uh, is kind of there. She's kind of there. She thinks Bailey's cool, but now that she's a heel, she doesn't really care anymore.
3: Uh, and the youngest one doesn't really care. Yeah, she
2: just likes fighting, so... so- <laughs> she loves to be wrestled. Yeah. Uh But, yeah, my wife is not a fan. I will get her there. I think AEW might be the tipping point. I've been trying to really get her to sit and watch it with me, because I think it's just a different enough product that she can kind of like it, uh, but, yeah. I so, want to
3: throw one more thing in there. Yeah. Both my parents like my mom pretends like she really doesn't like it but if i'm watching it and she's around she will be into it and my dad's another one who's kind of like we went to raw with yeah, we went dad. to raw with your dad yeah me and zach with to raw with my dad my dad's like you know it's f- fake right and i'm like yeah and then he's like hey i bought tickets to raw do you and a friend want to go and i'm like yeah me and zach are going
2: uh i well my dad now is kind of like that like he's not super into wrestling anymore but he like If I talk to him about it, he'll like get invested in the conversation. My dad listens to this podcast now. That's awesome. My love mom it.
1: love it. Love you, Stan.
2: <laughs> growing up with the Attitude Era, my mom hated it. Mm-hmm. She hated the the way women were treated in wrestling. She would always get into fights with my dad because she said my dad would only watch it for the women and like the strip teases and the swimsuit matches and all that stupid stuff. Um, she still thinks it's dumb, and she still has that same view of it. Like if there's a woman a women's match on the TV, she'll automatically think they're being objectified, even if they're not. So it's like it's not like you have to convince her. Like mom, it's not. The way it used to be anymore. Right. Like it's a different product. So she, uh, yeah, she's not a fan. So oh. Oh. Here,
1: here's the route that I mean. I, I'm not married, um, single right now. But uh, one thing I will say is my ex girlfriend was very supportive and really got into it. Like really.
3: She, by by yes. the way, if you're any girl fans, you know, in America, in Germany or anything, Luke is single and looking. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Wait, were you targeting someone specific with that? No, 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 it's, no, no. It's, not it's not any at all. good looking if girl. If you happen um, to be from Germany. But one thing he I was... always
3: wanted to
1: go there. Yeah, yeah I, I just she was very supportive. Got super into the storylines, which cool. was cool. So I got to nerd out with her. But um, one thing is that wives can kind of agree on, or or usually what gets a wife, you know, somewhat in any sort of wrestling. Like, did does Marissa have any uh, male wrestlers she think are hot? Like, uh, she she's a bit keen on Seth Rollins. Okay, and I know that Tana, I know that your wife is into Finn, Finn, yeah, the Finn Balor. My, I remember my mom. She didn't necessarily like wrestling that much. Um, because it would, my brother and I would wrestle a ton. Um, But she thought Kevin Nash was the sexiest basketball. Oh, Tana does too. She thought Diesel was just the bee's knees. Tana
3: does too. One more thing before we move on to Keith's next one. When I was in middle school, when I was really getting back into wrestling, like late middle school, early high school, my parents would not let me stay up to watch the end of Raw because it would be 10 to 11. It was was middle school. But my dad would tape it for me. Yeah, I would tape it every Monday. But my dad would say, you don't need to stay up and watch this. And he would act like he doesn't like it. And then Homeboy would watch it and spoil it for me in the morning and be like, you should have seen what happened last night. Goldberg did oh this. Oh, my, and like,
2: yeah, Stan, my you dad you say you don't like it. My dad used to tape Raw uh, and, and eventually SmackDown for me. And so I'd watch him when I got home from school the next day.
3: Stan, it, once you listen to this, I need you to text me and tell me you're going to buy me Red Lobster.
1: Thanks. Yeah, my dad would sit down for Walker, Texas Ranger, and he'd stay for (laughs) WWF. Yeah, because it
2: always preceded it. I remember that. What's Keith's next one?
1: Uh, Keith Part 2 is up next here. Let's
2: see what he has to say in this question.
6: Hey there, BBBS crew. Sorry, my last voice message, I forgot to uh, add on the third B, so my mistake there. Uh, I know the last question was a little personal. Uh, I'm going to get a little more personal and. Good. uh, ask you guys you guys are usually very positive um, when you talk about wrestling for the most part Uh, how do you deal with friends and maybe family members that are outside of the wrestling know how that maybe want to shit talk or maybe don't even intentionally shit talk but kind of talk down about wrestling how do you guys deal with that how do you handle it I know personally when I hear the old, you know, it's fake, right? I think, yeah, because fucking Harry Potter's real. <laughs> got to response, but I just want to see what you guys do and how you handle it. I'm going to start using uh, that
3: response. Thanks, guys.
6: Take care.
1: Hell
6: I mean, you, yeah.
3: you hit it on the head. That's what I always yeah. say to people like, oh, yeah, because the TV shows you watch are real. Yeah. Kardashians are real. Yeah, Your favorite soap opera. Uh,
2: Man, can I also just say real quick two things about these questions? I'm amazed we really haven't gotten a repeat yet. Like, a couple have treaded um, on the yes. same general. Yeah, like, there's been some crossover, but we haven't straight had a repeat. So, thank you to everybody who called in. Also, and we have like, two more after this one, too. Yeah. Uh, answer your own questions, too. I want to know, like, the Keith did the Harry Potter thing. Like, I want to know what and you guys... we had guys, a couple others that gave their yeah. answers. Yeah. Give, give your answers. Like, I like hearing about you guys, too. We want to get to know you just yeah, as much as you want to get to know us. I'm just like Keith, though. Like, yeah, me too. I get really annoyed. It used to really bug me. It doesn't so much anymore. Yeah, me too. But when I was like a t- kid and a teenager, like it used to really get. But that's my because skin. we couldn't really formulate a, a, a An articulate yeah. explanation. Well, yeah. it,
3: it still bugs me now if I'm watching it and someone is just like, "Well, wow, he missed on that kick." Obviously, I don't care. I'm watching it because I enjoy it. Like,
2: right? Just stop telling me all the fakeness about it because I know. Kind of tied into what we were talking about earlier, though, about how like that's still the knock. Right. And like the in the and the, ma- and the masses is, is it's fake, but like again, like he said, like you don't watch TV shows and movies for the realism. You watch it to suspend your disbelief and get taken somewhere else, right? right? Like so when I, I watch wrestling, I'm getting taken to another place. Essentially, it's escapism. I always say, you know,
1: I always say, yeah, your favorite TV show or soap opera plus ridiculous live athletics that you've never seen. Right. And so my thing, um, what I usually do is if they want to, if they have the patience and give me the time. I show him Fully Taker, Hell in a Cell. And if that doesn't do anything for him, I'm not going to show him anything else. Now, can I ask you a question? Yes.
2: I don't know why I'm standing up. I'm just, this is... You look great. This is how we're doing the rest of this. Power stance. How many people do you actually come across that haven't seen that match? Because I know non-fans, like several of them, who've actually already seen that.
1: Um, More than you think. Really? But there are people who just haven't been exposed to that realm whatsoever. Yeah, that's crazy. That even somehow missed the pop culture phase.
2: Yeah, you know? I mean, I hope that we're eventually to a time where that narrative is in the past. I don't think we'll ever get there, though. I think there's always going to be,
1: even if it's a small vocal minority, I think we'll always have that. But you know what? There's always going to be people shitting on reality shows. There's always yeah, going to be exactly. people shitting on something that they don't like. I think just since
2: wrestling came from the the carny days, like it's 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 always going to be seen as like a lower form of entertainment, which I'm fine with. I love it. Shall I move on? You need some help yep. there, pal? I got it. Thanks, though. Okay. Uh, part three for Kiefer, and then one more after that.
6: What is a BBBS crew? That's mm-hmm. right. Third time's a charm. Hitting the hat trick. Yes, sir. I'm here with a third question for you guys. I think that's a record. I'm pretty sure that's a record. Anyways, I wanted to see tie. if you guys enjoy indie wrestling so in your local areas, and if you have any promotions or any indie wrestlers that you want to spotlight that you think are great or you guys think need a little bit more, um, exposure. So, uh, yeah, if you guys know any of indie wrestlers or any promotions that you want to, you know, spotlight, let us know now. Can we De- say it? Can we say it on three?
2: One, One two, two, three.
6: three. Defy, defy wrestling yeah. Artem, it's, Artemis Spencer,
2: <laughs> Artemis Spencer. I was just going to mention him. They're killing it right now, man. They do what they can. They have the thing I like about defy is that they bring in guys uh, you know, from all different promotions and all different walks of life and different parts of the world to wrestle, but they also have like their little contingent that they have that's always working there. So you have your Randy uh, Myers and you have your Artemis Spencers and and you had your Shane Stricklands, who I know he was in Evolve, but yeah, man, Defy Wrestling's killing it, and
1: I hope they can continue. Well, and, and big things are happening, like yeah, um, before AEW debuted. Uh, what? Cody? The Young Bucks. I the think Young it was, Bucks showed crashed. up on Defy, yeah. and then they had the Super Jacob.
4: Yep,
2: who was there?
1: Me. Yeah, I think Defy's <laughs> killing it.
4: Uh,
2: trying to think, of other ones in the area: DOA Pro down in Oregon, Prestige Wrestling down in Oregon, or some smaller indies that are. Which one? Which one was the thing?
3: one that uh, big leagued you?
2: Oh, that was uh, that was uh, blue collar wrestling, which was don't down watch to, like, them. Eugene. Uh, Nobody's watching them. Let's be honest. Uh, Yeah, Defy, Prestige, DOA, the the WCWC, uh, which is a promotion in Portland. They used to be, uh, and this is kind of a sad story, but they used to be on uh, like the local cable channel, syndicated at night. Uh, Unfortunately, ABC uh, took away their syndication, so they no longer have a television deal. But they're still doing their thing. Uh, So support support your local wrestling, right? Can we all agree on that? And I know we all don't do the best job at that, but well, I
1: mean, when you got to support the locals, eight days a week of wrestling, it's pretty hard. But yeah, yes, that's true. Right, that's right. true.
2: So thank you, Keith, and we're going to end things with Savo the Savior writing in for I think the second or maybe third time. Savo. Uh, so we'll see what he has to say, and then we'll kind of wrap it up with what we're doing next week. Yep, this has been fun.
6: Awesome. Hey, what's up? This is Savo the Savior here. I uh, wanted to get you guys' thoughts on last Friday's uh, SmackDown. Um it was my thoughts it was a fucking sorry it was a crappy show I like um, it we got
2: guys cussed what out of it the out, calls the best it?
6: thing was uh, Brock taking out Ray and Kane um, other than that the show sucked Um but hey we got Raw tonight yeah we got Divorce Court oh great That's <laughs> another classic I don't know where they're coming up with this shit God so I guess Wednesdays. uh Pritchard should get fired cause Smackdown's uh, viewership was at an all time low I mean you know Bischoff got fired so Richard must be next <laughs> probably anyway just wanted your guys thoughts uh, love listening to the show keep up the great job man hey can I just I, say
2: can I, I say real quick before we answer this what? We, are, we are a safe space where you can vent let that shit and you out, can just brother. let it all out You, the savior. we are here to hear you and I, I hear you man
3: uh, I didn't I, watch SmackDown. I gotta say, I watched a little bit of SmackDown. I absolutely loved the Kane Velasquez Brock I, I, heard, segment with Dominic good. in the uh, locker room or the training room. Yeah, God, on the that table. was so awesome. I hear that was good. Brock, it was good. Brock F five and Kane on top of him. That was cool. Divorce Court pissed me off last night, and
2: I'm not very. I thrilled. haven't been watching WWE. I haven't seen an episode of Raw or SmackDown since Hell in a Cell. Uh, I've seen the bits and the highlights. You know, I have to keep up a little bit for the podcast and stuff, but. To be honest, I didn't watch SmackDown. I didn't watch Raw. I'm not going to watch SmackDown this Friday. I'm not going to watch Raw next Monday. Oh, God. You're going to watch Crown Jewel, though. I'm going to watch Crown Jewel on Thursday. Jesus. Uh, But I feel so much better that I'm not stressing over what the big dub dub e is doing but one thing i will separate say, yourself i guess is what i should say if you're frustrated separate savo,
1: yourself savo sounds exactly like we do <laughs> like he, he does he does cynical and he's just like yeah. oh yeah but we got fucking divorce court yeah don't no, drop that bomb savo like we let love that it. shit out we brother. love the passion and keep calling in because yeah so that was the last question yeah, yeah. we feel so it so i this guess awesome i
2: guess yeah separate yourself right if you're if you're feeling anxious and you're feeling down and negative on the way wwe's product is right now no one, I don't blame you. Number two, take a few weeks and just don't watch it. Watch AEW, watch NXT, watch Impact, watch NWA. Just don't watch it. That's always an option. Nobody's wringing your hands and forcing you to watch this terrible, awful, unwatchable TV show. And at the end of the day, more than crowds hijacking a show, more than people complaining on Twitter and Facebook, more than social media backlash, the only way... That we're going to get through to the WWE, that things need to change, is by stepping away and not watching it. That's the only way things are really going to get better.
1: Dude, you're really getting good at cutting promos. Thanks. So next week
3: we're yeah, going speaking of terrible shows, we're going to do Crown Jewel. Yeah, we got Crown Jewel. We next said week we'd never do one of these, but we're going to because we think there's a lot to discuss. on Yeah, it. we're
2: going to have two non-wrestlers in matches. So um, we well, I'm just a... going to
3: run down the card. Yeah, we yeah, got, please do. We got Team Hogan, which is Roman Reigns, Rusev, Ricochet, Shorty G and Ali versus Team Flair, which is Randy Orton, King Corbin, Bobby Lashley, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Drew McIntyre with, the course, Flare outside. This is probably the first time that Corbin, Lashley, and McIntyre have been together as a unit. Then we have Braun <laughs> Strowman versus Tyson <laughs> I mean, yes. Fury. Uh, Did you say yes? They were together for oh. months. They, they have been no, together wait, for wait, months. Wait, wait, wait. The, the Shane McMahon stuff. He's, uh, the, with the Shield I'm stuff. Checked out. I'm over it. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Kane Velasquez, Mansoor versus Cesaro. We we gotta get Mansoor on the card. We have have 9-team tag-team turmoil. The New Day versus the Viking Raiders (sighs) Heavy Machinery versus Lucha House Party versus Hawkins and Ryder. Woo woo woo. Versus the Revival (laughs) versus the OC versus Ziggler and Rude versus the B-team which is still a thing. Then we have Rollins versus the Fiend and then we have AJ Styles versus the Battle Royal winner of the Battle Royal participants Sunil Singh Mojo Raleigh, Eric Rowan, R-Truth, what Sin Cara, Brian Kendrick, Titus O'Neil, Tony Nese, Akira Tozawa, Shelton Benjamin, Apollo Crews, Buddy Murphy, Andrade, Drake Mavericks, Eric Young, Luke Harper, Cedric Alexander, Heath Slater, Humberto Carrillo, and No Way Jose, and the God. winner will face AJ Styles for the United States Championship. Can I say something?
2: That you're really excited f- for this? I'm not. This is going to be a definite greenout show, if you know what I mean. I don't. Please tell me. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna have to. I'm my uh my little fancy pen's gonna have to come out oh, during this show. Oh. <laughs> I, this is I cannot watch this show
3: sober. Can I be honest? Yeah. Do you want to come over too? I'm kind of excited for Brock Lesnar, Cain Velasquez. Oh, me too. That's and like I'm, the one match. And I'm kind of excited for. The Team Hogan versus Team Flair. I'm not. I am. I think I think we're gonna see some flippy cool stuff from Ali Shorty G. Well, I mean, the, the Battle Royal should have a ton of flippy cool. Shit. That's on the pre-show. I'm not watching. Yeah. Uh,
2: uh, yeah. I think I'm not looking super forward to that show. I'm really excited. Oh isn't the fiend and Rollins also a false count anywhere yes it is so Excellent. who's getting disqualified <laughs> the fiend probably yep. all right guys so thank God. you we hope I, you'll join us next. sorry thank we you. went so Seriously. long this week this is our longest episode ever by the yeah, way
3: Yeah, but thank you for all your support and your questions and we love you we'll see you with uh we will be live
2: from Jeddah, Saudi Arabia too, too sweet. sweet don't let anyone piss on your car no